this fucking sucks. Gotta work here alone. Both these guys just calling in. I thought we were all gonna work today. These guys can't come in because of the snow. I'm here. I'm working. I'm checking out movies. I'm checking in movies. I rearranged all the guns under this cabinet. Just so these guys can sit at home, playing PS5 all day. Doing God knows what. Finally, the phone. Hey, hey, five-day rentals, how's it going? Oh, yeah! Is that... Oh, yeah, who do, who do I got here? Oh, yeah! Who's this? Who's this? You called me. This is the five-day rentals video store. I just gave you an oh, yeah, and you don't know who this is? Is this the ghost of Macho Man Randy Savage? so much stuff I wanted to talk to you about. Is this a video store? I love your album. Listen, I rap. Don't worry about it. I know, I've heard it. Is this a video store? Yeah, this is a video store, dude. Alright, do me a favor and turn around and look at all the shit that you sell that you can put in your mouth. Oh, that's it. That's most of the store, to be honest. I mean... Yeah, is there Slim Jims? That's what I'm getting to. Yeah, we got... Well, we got like a whole processed meat section here. Okay, listen. I'm talking to my accountant, and I don't see a check from you. You didn't... Where's my check? You haven't been getting your check off the Slim Jim sales? Five-day rentals is the only thing that's coming up not sending me some money. Oh, see, the way I understand... Brother. The way I understood it was every week, Bones puts a bunch of Jerry coins into an envelope, and I've I've seen him address it to heaven. And listen, I guess they're not getting there. I'll be down there in an hour and twenty eight minutes, and I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. Oh yeah! Are you coming from? Oh shit, he hung up. God, I had. A lot more questions about his album. But he got out of there. Oh shit, phone again. I hope it's Macho, macho Man. Ain't no fucking Macho Man. Oh. You sound like one of the porno room guys. Ain't no fucking porno room. Matter of fact, I think the porno room's one of the problems with your goddamn store. Well, you don't like the porno room? Bunch of creeps. Yeah, they, ain't no well, god fearing people going in a porno room. Anyway, who do I got here? <laughs> you know damn well who this is, son. Is this a uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? That damn right. Oh man, lots of wrestlers calling in today. Can't hear that glass breaking behind me. Do you know uh, Gold Dust? Yeah, beat his ass. Oh, <laughs> list him off. I beat his ass. Wasn't he? Uh, did he like try to? Rub you up in the stage or, or in the stage in the ring. Sorry, I know I know it's real. I know it's not a performance. It ain't fake. <laughs> I know. I know that. Listen, I got a problem with your store. Okay. Well, most people do. Yeah. We we had a suggestion box, but not a you big, don't want to. Not a big fan of Jerry. 
Oh. And his well. disinformation campaign. Yeah, well, he kind of... Are you talking about his newsletter, or... Yeah. He's also real active on, like, internet boards, I think, so... My problem with Jerry, every time I come in there, he starts calling me names and pushing me around, and, and plus he started all these rumors about gold dust licking my ass. You mean Jerry that runs the store? Because I've never even seen him. I don't know. Jerry Lawler. Oh, Jerry You don't run Lawler. your store? No, it's not Jerry Lawler. This is a whole other guy. You ain't got a Stone Cold movie there? I don't. Well, yeah, we got Stone Cold movies. Of yeah, course. Yeah, which one you got? Oh, we got them all, man. We got uh, The Condemned. We got uh, Recoil. You ain't got any good ones? You should wash your shit in cold water, by the way. <laughs> Tell Laundry Dan that. Uh, Laundry Dan knows. Oh, he hung up. This week, Stone Cold from 1991 on the Five Day Reynolds Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Day Rentals Podcast. We are the video store podcast where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre category. This round's category is Macho Mania, and this week's pick is Stone Cold from 1991, directed by Craig R. Bexley. And boy... Is this a macho movie, guys? We're talking muscles. We're talking bikes. We're talking the brotherhood. We're talking... Uh, machine guns. Machine guns. Uzis. Boobs. N- yeah, naked ladies. Booze. Dusters. Big strippers. Big, big lizards. Living out of Mo- vans. Mullets. The mullet? You guys, that is... There's one particular point where the mullet is just so on point, it's not even like you're like, yeah. Here's here's your reward, sir. Um, having like a sort of, I hate to say, wussy, germaphobe partner, you know, somebody to make you look even more macho. Kind uh, like, you know, like how a pretty girl will have like an ugly friend, so she seems prettier. <laughs> Uh, government insurrection. Oh, yeah. Gets deep, bros. Helicopters. Mm-hmm. National Guards. It's got it all, folks. Stone Cold from 1991 is what we're going to be covering tonight. I'm uh, going to be taking you through this uh, journey, I guess you could say. So put on your assless chaps. Grab your hog and that could be a bike or your dick. We don't care. Or your vagina, whichever. Who cares? Um, and join us as always. I'm Laundry Dan. I'm with uh, my two smart and handsome co-hosts, equally both. Thanks, Cron and uh, and oh. Bones. How y'all doing tonight? Named him first. Good man. How are you? 
Yeah, I'm I'm good. One of us is a little more handsome. And all right, fine. The other one's a little more smart. I went as yeah. stale bread as I could go on that, and you still just had to throw in your own peanut butter, Karan. Mm-hmm. I'm the pretty boy of this podcast. <laughs> I feel like what... I feel like somebody got a a little bit more pretty on the poster than the other two. There is a uh, definitely a shadow over two other individuals on the, on the logo and the poster, yes. Look, we had a third party come in. We said, here are pictures of us. Mm-hmm. He, he obviously made one of us the most ruggedly good looking. I mean, what can well, we say? Well, one of us is so beat up, you can't tell how good looking they would be otherwise. So I, I think the other two are tougher because they don't have a gun. I'll just say that. Oh, I... Maybe maybe you guys have a different opinion than I do in terms of who's the prettiest on the poster. So, okay. I was just going by toughness. Oh, yeah. By one macho. Of us, one of us is macho as fuck on the poster. <clears throat> yeah, this week's category is macho mania. So we're going to be covering three fucking badass testosterone-filled macho muscle movies. Uh Cron Howard is going to give us our next pick after this uh, good old episode. Go check out last week's, uh, well, last category we did, My Face on the $1 Bill. That's uh, that's all out right now. Go check it out. Gone with the Pope. Uh, that's on Tubi. Watch that shit. You know what also I would like? Um, when we finish categories, if people are engaging with us anywhere, uh, which they're not, by the way. Uh, start sending your your fuck Mary kills. Yeah, I think that'd be a cool cool thing to list. In fact, you start sending shit, we're gonna send you stickers. Like <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah, we're gonna start buying uh, love. <laughs> and and you know, if you do yeah. really good, Kron will send you a personal message, video message. Yeah, we're we're buying love because you listeners are cheap prostitutes to us. Mm-hmm. We we got nothing else going. We're on. just gonna leave stickers in a van like we would mm-hmm. our old lady. Yeah. When it, whenever we're done, I'm gonna say uh, your stickers are on the bedside table. the The taxi will be here in six minutes. Um, gentlemen. First, uh, thoughts on Stone Cold from 1991. Like I said, give a little, don't give all. First time watch this week for me. It was a movie I was aware of, um, but I was aware of the joke of it. Um, Maybe not quite uh, no-holds-barred level, but... uh, Yeah, I mean, it, Brian Bosworth doesn't have a t- like a huge career behind or after this movie, rather. So, unlike some other action guys, I haven't uh, sought out any of his work. Yeah, he kind of he kind of like left on a high note, you know. 
did this movie and he did some real duds according to his IMDb. I think he did some work in like 2012, 2013. But it was he, nothing I'd ever heard of. Yeah. He did like this American Renegade trilogy or something that looked fucking awful. And then uh I think the only like real credit like movie that stood out was Three Kings. I think he's got like a little cameo and or a small bit in uh O Russell's Three Kings. Uh go slower. I'm writing all these down. <laughs> I'll just send you a screenshot of uh, his IMDb because it'll fit. I won't have to scroll or zoom it out. It's there called are... Letterboxd, and we're on it. <clears throat> but there were quite a few recognizable people in this. I mean, you get Lance Hendrickson, who I keep getting confused with Scott Glenn on this podcast. Two very different people. I know who they are. I could tell you that one was in this movie, but for some reason I always want to call one the other. Um. William Forsythe, the most that. punchable face in movie history. Who's the uh, who's the main bad guy in this in this thing? That's it's Lance ice. Hendrickson. Okay. So no, not that's ice from. Uh, oh, you're thinking of chains? Yeah, yeah chains. chains. That's chains. That's, chains is that's Lance Forsythe. Hendrickson. Okay. No. Yeah. No, it's not. I thought it was Forsythe. No, Chains is Lance Hendrickson. Skinny oh, guy right. with the long that's hair. Right, that's right. That's yeah, right. that's Lance yeah. Hendrickson. Sorry, I'm getting Played confused. Bishop Fuck. in Aliens. That's yeah, right. He's one of I the didn't... cops in Terminator. I don't look up uh, actors' names, but they're, like that guy and probably, honestly, like five other people in this movie, I was like, that guy's in a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. Cron, uh, we are a movie podcast. What do you mean you don't look up actors' names? I don't know. One of you guys will do it. Jesus. We it need seems, to start giving you him know more that's, responsibilities. That's Kron's response to most things. Hey, have you done yeah. any social? No, you guys will do it. Yeah. You know what? I'm not. There's going to be one week where the episode doesn't go up, and we're going to see if you notice. I promise you I won't. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be his movie as well. That's fine. <laughs> Jesus, you he, are, this, you don't make a good prospect, bro. Yeah, man. He's just doing this as a favor to us. Mm-hmm. Lest we forget. Um, who's the other funny... Uh, the guy who plays Mudfish in this, who pops up, is in Pinocchio's Revenge. Yep. I wrote that down in my yep. notes. Uh, and the older FBI guy that brings... Boz in on the action is one of the cops from Big Lebowski who tells him not to hold out hope for the Credence tapes. Um, uh, from the, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think it's a good time, guys. It's got everything. This film checks off a lot of what the Five Day Reynolds podcast, uh, our, our main MOs, you know. <clears throat> it's got a... You big wanted rigs. a duster? Fuck, big rigs. Yeah, a lot a lot more big rig action than I thought, you know, off of a motorcycle movie. Yeah. Now, I could have went a few ways with Stone Cold, uh, a few 
few different category uh, selections there, but I did I did choose Macho Mania. I thought that would be a fun uh, fun thing for us. So we got we got anything else, gentlemen? No, let's get into it, dude. <clears throat> let's get into it because I got twelve pages of notes. It's not true at all. Uh, one third of them are just camera movements. <laughs> I did uh, did not get the script delivered in time due to inclement weather, but uh, I did my best this week, gentlemen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the first movie for Macho Mania, Stone Cold 1991, directed by Craig R. Bexley. Uh, we open up with some security cam footage um, of a grocery store. Uh, there's a very angry young man that pops up and shoots the camera and yells, oh. yeah, let's go. Did you guys notice that this was from Stone Group Pictures? Is That was the production company listed was Stone did, Group Pictures, making Stone Cold. Did they do anything else? They did. A, I didn't. Uh, they did a historical drama called Hardest Stone. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. that one. Yeah, it was, it's too bad this wasn't starring Stone Cold Steve Austin and directed by Oliver Stone. Oh yeah. Can you do what about one one more? Oh, see if he can do it, Bones. Uh yeah, I wish it had that song uh Heart of Stone that Bones was just talking about. <laughs> it also could have appeared Sharon Stone. Yeah, that was what I had. Yeah, that works. Well, I came up with two. You guys impressive as hell. You, you come up with one more. How about that, Dan? <laughs> um, I got one. Okay. Uh, the journalist Stone Phillips. Yeah, mm. there you go. I don't know. I'll think of it halfway. Through. Yeah, shoes on the other foot doesn't feel so good, does it? Don't bring up shoes <clears throat> or feet. All right, these goons, they're robbing this fucking uh, grocery store. They start shooting up all the fucking Ritz crackers and causing all sorts of fucking chaos to these unfortunate shoppers that are there at that time. Big fun, right? Johnny, I love, late, the... I love a late night grocery shop. I mean, the freaks are really out, right? Yeah, but I'd rather have one or two freaks floating around the store than a bunch of soccer moms and shit, you know? I don't think there's a good time to go to any grocery store. I hate it. I don't know. I'm with Bones. Uh, Night shop, it's kind of empty. You got uh, just weird, weird weird-looking people in there. If you're there with your lady, it can be kind of intimate, you know? Because you're not real—generally, you're not in a rush on the late-night shop. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe you're on your way home from something, but she lets you get some fudge rounds or something, you know? I could go a whole different other way. Hmm? You're getting, you're getting, if you're in the aisle with your lady, the cookie aisle, you're getting the fudge rounds? Well, at my uh, particular local market, the uh, the little Debbie snacks are on the same aisle as the bread. Okay, I agree. I'm going. So, I go little Debbie over. I do. I do love the Oreo thins, though. Just right. 
Haven't had the thins. You should try them. See, that's an aisle I really avoid. Even though I'll, I'll get a junk food every now and then, but that that aisle. Oreos, accidental vegan. Yes. That's a Fud, website. Fudge rounds are not. So uh, you know that's why they're a once in a while thing. Cron, what are you? Are you and the lady? Cookie aisle, snack aisle. What are you grabbing? I mean, I think it would go more to the little Debbie side of things. I would get a cosmic brownie. That would be me. I mean, I can we be the first podcast that's sponsored by Little Debbies? We should try. I'm going to try out them. No sponsorships, dude. You're telling me you wouldn't take. They said we're going to send you a fucking case of cosmic brownies every week. You wouldn't do it. I'd fucking die, dude. I'm holding out for Little Debbie to put us on their um, exclusive streaming app. They probably have one. Like, I want to be the flagship podcast for the Little Debbie's uh, streaming service. We could uh, review snack cakes. Why not? Mm-hmm. We're sorry you don't have Little Debbie's Plus. We can't. We can't hire you guys. <laughs> just scan no, the QR you, code on the back of the box. You, Takes you, you right just, to the podcast. You just can't listen to us because you don't have the uh, the Little Debbie Plus app that you mm-hmm. need. <laughs> we thought our downloads were sucky. Now, yeah, it's seven ninety nine a month. You get us and. Uh, that's it. That's the only thing they have. I'm not buying these fucking Swiss rolls anymore. They always come with all these fucking QR codes for this stupid fucking podcast. Got fucking movies I've never seen. All right. Uh, our main goon here, he tells Johnny to unload the cash registers, so... Uh, <clears throat> we cut to the sliding doors opening of the grocery store here, and in walks uh, a fantastic fucking duster. Uh, this is our this is our main guy here. This is Joe Huff. Uh, we cut back to the main goon. Um, he's smelling Gaun. on a goon. He's smelling on a a little uh, not a little girl a girl here with some headgear on pulling a Biden. Yeah, it, well, isn't this girl's life already hard enough? She has <laughs> headgear she has to wear all the time. Who did I read that was? Renee O'Connor? Am I, am I mixing up yeah, she's not, two different names? She, she's not really Sinead Renee. O'Connor or Renee Zellweger. <laughs> oh, first name's Renee. Bald and squinty. She's in Roseanne. What's her fucking name? She's got the curly hair. Oh, Roseanne Barr. <laughs> you know she sells nuts now. Fitting. <laughs> I think right. she, I, I think more than anything she sells an idea, Dan. So this is the first I think Five Day Reynolds movie with headgear. Uh, Bones bringing back any memories? <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> Just recently had the the. <laughs> argument with the wife on what was worse her braces or my headgear did you have to wear it all the time i had to you still have that picture i'd love to see that picture no i think i've got rid of most of those (laughs) you talking about me and the super nintendo yeah Yeah. i'm telling rachel about that and she's like that's a picture that exists i was like yes i've only seen it once yeah i wish i 
Uh, thank God. Um, hey, yeah, we'll, uh... I, it was 14 months. I had when I came home from school, I had to put it on, and then I had to wear it until like, like while I slept, and then I took it off in the morning. So you that was the compromise, <laughs> so I didn't have to wear it to school. You were so excited about Christmas that you just didn't take your headgear off. No, I had to have it on. Yeah, he wasn't I had, at school. Oh, wasn't you at were school. at the house? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you feel like your parents would be like, hey, it's Christmas. You don't got to wear it today. <laughs> Not my parents. My parents are like, we're paying good money to fix that overbite. It was free. <laughs> what? I mean, besides the time that your father served, but <laughs> he wasn't right. paying shit. He's like, hey, get get extra pictures. <laughs> They had, well, they had to drive me to the orthodontist once a month. So yeah, that's true. Uh, I had braces, but they could, were only on the bottom, so nobody ever really knew. Couldn't couldn't ride a bike, couldn't rollerblade, couldn't play hockey, couldn't run. Do they tell you not to do this? Couldn't you just couldn't because it was like you can't risk tripping and falling and doing whatever. I get, so I get the trampoline. Yeah, watch out for beaded curtains. <laughs> <laughs> now yep. on your hippie scale ma'am how hippie are you I, like, I got whiplash curtains. every time I went to go see a psychic <laughs> <laughs> sorry bones I, uh, I I attacked you there I no it's fucking hysterical it, it was it I I'm, I'm a better person for it your teeth look great these days thank you mm-hmm. All right, so uh, create that list, Karan, uh, movies with people featuring headgear. So we got um, this movie. Think of, so think of one more, Dan. Movies with headgear. Um, what's the one with uh, Bennett? Or, uh, Bennett? That's Commando. No, <laughs> fucking Ben, uh, who I hate. Ben Hur? No. It's got horses. We're anti-horse. What the fuck is his name? Fokker? Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Um, something about Mary. Didn't he have headgear in there? Yeah. yeah. When he's in like high school or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You don't like Ben Stiller? Not really. He's all right, I guess. Same. Clint Eastwood. Same thing in every movie, I think. Right? Man, you you just don't like Clint Eastwood stillness. Like any, you are a shark when it comes to your entertainment, man. I'm, I I I take Ben or no, I take Clint Eastwood over Ben Stiller any day. Yeah, yeah. that's that's not even an argument. Dude. Yeah. But I'd take Jerry Stiller over Clint. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of... Uh, I, my mind is fucked. Seinfeld? No. What's the one? He, you said King of Queens earlier. King of Queens, yeah. yes. There you go. He's in that. <laughs> that dude gets around. We are a <clears throat> minute 30 into the movie. Oh, not even, probably. All right, guys, hey, we got we, a fucking... 
We had to talk about uh, Ben Stiller and Little Debbie Snack Cakes, so. You. Yeah, you did. It's my fault. I brought up the late night shop. I'm sorry, but. That was a good. People love that. Okay. All right. So we got the chick here. He takes his chick with headgear as hostage. Uh, They hear some uh, squeaking of a shopping cart going. Our main goon here, he says, go check it out to this one guy. He uh, says, why do I have to always fucking do this shit? We got the shopping cart going. We pan up, gentlemen, to Joe Huff here. He's doing his shopping. Not bothering anybody, just doing his thing. We cut back to our main goon telling telling the girl with headgear to shut up. And Joe, uh, he hears this and he knows that something's up. Uh, We got... Joe here, he's uh, enjoying a cookie from a, looks like a freezer. So, uh, he gets a shotgun pushed up against his face by one of the goons. He says, okay, I'll I'll buy the damn thing. Uh, He makes a quick move here and knocks this dude's gun out from him and then uh, knocks this fucker out. Uh, The other goons, they hear this going on. Our main goon, he sends another guy to check on what's going on. Uh, he's crossing over some miles. He spins, and uh, Joe just knocks the fucking shit out of this guy. Uppercuts him right through a uh, through one of the refrigerators. There, <clears throat> we got the main goon. He's got it, this chick with the headgear. He starts walking down the aisle. Uh, Joe's in the next aisle over. Uh, did Bones? Did you catch the Batman cereal here? No, I was looking at the um, the main goon had button fly pants oh really yeah and the they just i don't know there's always a thing where you're nervous to say somebody like hey man your flies unzipped because then they immediately go like why are you looking at my crotch um you look at my dick but dude. but the uh the button fly every, both times i watched it when he's coming down the aisle carrying the lady i'm like is are his pants unzipped i realized oh, that's a button fly I'm glad I don't wear a button fly for that reason. I go all button fly, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. What happens when you have to, like, really go? You only need Self-control, to do, like, I guess. The, the top two buttons, dude. Look at this fucking skinny guy over here. <laughs> it's to get your dick out? I'm talking about when you. Shit, well, I guess bro. I guess you could just do like a mid button and yeah, pull, you t- pull your <laughs> peter out. You just do the middle two buttons and you pee out of the hole you created. You don't feel like people are looking at you, thinking you're messing with your crotch when you're trying to button instead of zip. I don't. How long now does it? How long do you think you it will. takes? Plus, I'd be nervous, you know, because that overlap. I don't want my peter sticking out to the right. You know, I don't want to aim dead on. I want to be peeing on the guy next to me. What the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> you just need to display this for us. I mean, like, uh, the it makes sense. Yeah, you got the it physically makes what I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right, Stone, he knows this guy's over on this other side, so he throws a can over into the other aisle. That he's uh, the our main goon is. Of course, he shoots at it. Our victim here, she runs out. <clears throat> uh, he turns and runs. Uh, 
st- or not stone. What the fuck am I saying? Huff. Yeah, he's Joe, not stone he's a, yet. Not stone yet. He's a pretty quick guy. He's poured out some uh, caro oil, and uh, our main goon, he slips on it and uh, goes right into the Coke display. Stone just kind of sitting there. <clears throat> About this time, the police it's a arrive. Hell of a fucking fall. It's a good. Uh, mm-hmm. And and what a grocery store! This is a this is a great '90s grocery store. Looks great. Yeah. And about this time, our cops arrive. Uh, cop asks Joe, uh, "All right, he says, hey, man, I thought you were still suspended.' Uh, we get some uh, sergeant type. He comes in and says, "What do you have to say for yourself this time?" And Joe says, "You got to clean up in aisle four. Boom! Cue the rock music, guys. Uh, we got some main titles here. Stone Cold. We cut to some bikers pulling up to a club. We got some crazy shit going on. We got dudes that are shooting beer cans off of each other's shoulders here. <clears throat> I think one of the guys is Mudfish in this in this scene. Come yeah. to find out. Uh, we got wrestling matches going on. Do you we think? Got, uh, uh, his role in this movie is like a prequel to his role in Pinocchio's Revenge. I think it's uh, a prequel to his role in uh, the January 6th insurrection as well. By the way, when they're shooting those beer cans off of each other, uh, that second guy would have gotten obliterated. That guy had like a Uzi that he Mm -hmm. was... Should have been dead. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, they're shooting beer cans off of each other's shoulders. Yeah, we got... We got a wrestling match going on. A dude just pulls out a backbreaker. Yeah, he's shooting off, uh, off, trying to shoot off his shoulder. He says, man, that's bullshit. Try it up here, motherfucker. And he puts it on his head, and uh, he shoots it off. And then the other guy says, check this out, and pulls out an Uzi, starts fucking shooting, and blows up the car behind him. Yes. <laughs> we already got one car explosion. It's incredible. In, guys. It's incredible. Right? Tells you everything you need to know about these two characters. <laughs> uh, we cut to a dude blowing a priest away through a stained glass uh, glass with a shotgun. Why? This is kind of what like kicks off the whole plot, right? That they kill this this preacher. Yeah. If you miss this, you're not gonna. You're gonna be like, what yeah. the fuck. Yeah, you you won't know what the hell is going on. And it's only maybe fifteen seconds. But why do they even kill him? We don't really know. Did we ever say? No. No, that you just see him shoot him. He did say that there was attacks on religious leaders, like 12 attacks. I think one of the news reels like says that coming in at some point. So I don't know why the Brotherhood would be involved in that. But anyway, we cut to a courtroom. I demand the death penalty. Murder in the first. Uh, the bikers, they're not happy about this because they've showed up to the uh, to the hearing there. We cut to the judge. He's going fishing. He gets in his boat. He starts up his boat. Uh, it blows up. We got the classic uh, start it up, blow it up. And then we got, uh, we got ice over here smiling and laughing. You guys don't know the classic... Uh, started at Bloma. I do now, Dan. You're, you're welcome. You think this is where uh, Nolan got the idea to blow up a judge? 
Thank you, Kron. Uh, we cut to Joe Huff. He's at home. He's reading the paper about the judge being killed. Um, he's mixing up a crazy protein shake here. He's got all kinds of shit going into it. Uh, he's uh, really wearing 1991. You can totally tell. Yeah. Uh, we got We've Snickers, got... chips, eggs, orange juice going into this thing. Why crack the egg? <laughs> Just throw the whole Because he's leaving the shell in there. Mm-hmm. That, that confused the shit out of me. Because I was on board. Because you don't know what the joke is yet. And I'm thinking, all right, he's got some glycogen, some simple sugars here. He's got the salts, the fats. I was like, all right, this guy just, he just preloads early in the morning. That's his deal. But no. No, guys. This is going to Fido, his uh, mortar lizard here. A Nile mortar lizard, to be exact. Right. It's not an iguana. Did you, uh, well, it's not a Komodo dragon either. Which no, you, you, I think, at first. Too but. small. Too small. Did you consult your lizard Rolodex? Cron, uh, do we need a lizard off? Is that, no. Is that what you're going for? Okay. No, we don't um, need that. No. The, uh, the animal activists did come forward and did say that this is a Nile mortar lizard. It would not be eating this shake that he provides for it. It would be eating mice and just, you know, mammals, other mammals, smaller mammals. So they did come forward and say that, that do not feed your. <laughs> That's what people got mad shit. about. <clears throat> but how do, was we, a, how do we know that a, a mouse doesn't taste like orange juice, eggs, Snickers, and potato chips? Well, you get back to us next week, I guess. Listen, I, I don't know jack shit about a mortar lizard, but I could tell you feeding it eggshells and a Snickers bar is not the correct diet. I figured eggs would be fine. Yeah, the sticker, the, the sticker, the snicker, yeah, like in orange juice, yeah, I wouldn't do that. What are, I mean, reptiles. I mean, we're not supposed to eat orange reptiles juice. Reptiles come from eggs. Yeah. Would they eat an egg? When that. I would imagine that if they f- found a nest of eggs, they would eat them. Like birds or hmm. turtles or some shit. Interesting. That's what I thought. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's psycho people out that you know eat placentas. That's true. So, and disgusting. Lizards are cold blooded, right? Yeah. I think that's why he's wrapped in the sack later. <laughs> You're gonna have to eat your grub if you want to be a stud. That's what he says to his lizard, uh, gives him a little kiss. We hear a knock on the door, go away. Joe answers it anyway. Guys, it's the FBI. Pfft, fuckers. Uh, we cut to a parking garage. We meet the uh, the head FBI guy here. Oh, wait. when Whenever we learn that it's the FBI, that lizard makes a like a disgusted sound. Which I think means that 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 lizard naturally hates the FBI, right? You can't Mm -hmm. train a lizard to hate someone. I mean, maybe all lizards are just evolved to hate the FBI. He comes from like the Duke Mitchell school of thought. (laughs) Fuck judges. Fuck the feds. Yep. He wants to get out on the water where there's no law. He's just like a Las Vegas lizard, man. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. If only he knew that his his owner was a 
fucking dirty cop. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe gets in the car with the other FBI guys. Uh, they start explaining that they're aware of Joe's three-week suspension. Uh, this is where we learn about our uh, heel of the movie here, Chains Cooper, <clears throat> the leader of the Brotherhood. Couldn't think of a better biker name than the Brotherhood. I think it works. Yeah. It What's does, wrong with that? I mean, I don't know. We, I mean, what would you guys name your biker gang? Well, I'm embarrassed to say it now because you said it's kind of lame. Yours was going to be the Brotherhood, yeah. wasn't it? I don't know, maybe Mortar Lizards. Ah, that's pretty sweet. Cron? Uh, the Doink Boys. <laughs> I could see that going places. I wouldn't want to name any gang something boys now. Yeah, you well, Thanks keep... to the Proud Boys, you know, like I... We're not thanking the Proud Boys, they're idiots. No. We're, yeah, Doink Boys are anti-Proud Boys. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're taking it back, dude. Oh, okay. You guys wear, like, the, the funny, like, clown, like, wigs while you're driving, while you're riding your hogs? Yeah, you either gotta have a clown wig on top of your helmet or a, a big red nose that you, <laughs> that you wear. I thought that was like bikers for children or some shit. I, we better not offend. By it exists. It absolutely <laughs> exists. It absolutely exists. Every sort of cause has a biker group that's trying to go straight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to be clear. The Doink Boys are not going straight. We're, <laughs> Crooked we're still as hell. Mo- we're moving product. We're all right. We're shaking things Running up. Running guns. Yeah. We just don't like the Proud Boys. <laughs> oh, all right, Doink Boys. <clears throat> good, good luck. All right. Um, the Mortar Lizards are doing a poker run for uh, the local Shriners, though. <laughs> just yeah. so you know. Doink, Every week. Doink Boys are out here just making a, you know. Uh, trying to, making trying all to bikers steal. look bad. Yeah. Trying to steal the shit from the poker run. Yeah, we're causing mischief, dude. <laughs> All right, yeah, and the biker gang is uh, is on a killing spree. Yeah, that's who Cunningham explains that here. <clears throat> dude explains that they've had murders and the uh, mortar murders. Jesus, murders and the judge murdered. Joe was reading about in the paper. That's who that was. Uh, and they're also working with the mafia as well. Um, they like Joe because he has more biker arrests than any other officer in Alabama. Uh, the FBI is, uh, explains the, an undercover sting that they want him to do. Joe mentions the word prospect here, and then they just treat everybody like a moron to explain what a prospect is of the biker gang. So of course, Joe explains to the FBI what that is. Why wouldn't they already know this? Well, at least they're not embarrassed to admit that they don't know. They could have real, you know, made a real problem later by just nodding and pretending to have known. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could you have know? had the Brotherhood explain it to Joe. 
later on that he was going to be a prospect. No, but Joe's integrated in the world, dude. Yeah. If he was like, what's that mean? They would be like, this guy doesn't know shit. Yeah. But it's it's good to amplify, like Kron's saying, to amplify how much he does know. Well, he does have the most biker arrests in the state yeah. of Alabama. And then you as a viewer, you go, oh, okay, this is why the feds have to come and get him. Like, we already know he's a good-looking stud with a mullet. He's a beefcake. Yeah. All uh, right. Yeah, uh... Uh, football player, right? Linebacker or some shit? Uh, yeah, he had a career as a Oklahoma Sooner football player back in the mid-80s, also known as the the Boz. Kind of an alter ego that, uh, that the media went crazy for during uh, college football. And then he joined the NFL. Seahawks? Seahawks drafted by them in the supplemental draft back when that was a thing in the early 90s or, well, later 80s. Got his 11 million, played 24 games, became an actor. Interesting stuff. There's a 30 for 30 on ESPN if you guys ever get a chance. It does more of his Oklahoma football stuff. In fact, there's only like one little, they don't even mention Stone Cold. They kind of just show like a, like a shot from it that he went to go be an actor. So amazing. They found a helmet that fit him. You see, I read that he created this motorcycle and, and all that stuff and there was nothing mentioned about motorcycles in any of the stuff that I seen like on the 30 for 30 created what nope. mo- like a, a type of motorcycle or the no, motorcycle the one that in this he's, movie. The one that he's driving is actually his motorcycle that he like, he was like, I'm going to put it together for the movie. Like I don't feel it. comfortable. Yeah. Kind of. So that just means yeah. he, he found a shop and picked out, he was like, put that with that. Yeah. Yeah, it did have a custom skull with the mullet. It's probably a custom paint job. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, so they want Joe to work undercover in Mississippi, where the Brotherhood is doing all their dirty business, and they want him to do it for the FBI. They can. Uh, lift his suspension if he does uh we meet lance here he would be uh the field agent for the operation and pretty much joe's partner but uh joe's like whatever dude i'll sit on my three week suspension and i'm not doing that shit cunningham here he's our lead of the fbi he says it's turned into six months because of the grocery store incident which i think is bullshit joe was just doing some late night shopping they should be thanking him Mm mm-hmm I, I did have a thought. I would love to see. I don't think A24 is the right studio. Maybe this is a focus feature or something. But it is, it's about a hardcore detective, right? Mm-hmm. The movie opens with him stopping like a crime in a grocery store, a gas station or something, right? 
crit causes all this damage. And then the rest of the movie is just the aftermath of that. Like all the paperwork, the liability, the impact on the shop owner. Like, you know. The lawsuit. It be like Drive. You know, Drive opens with this awesome driving chase sequence, and then the rest of the movie has nothing to do with um, getaway driving. driving. Yeah. I think he drives at the end. Kinda. There's another driving thing. There's a drive. very small driving uh, sequence with the, the Mustang and shit and chick from Mad yeah. Men. That's it. There's other cool stuff in drive. Oh, yeah, that, that's fine. You could do other cool stuff in this movie, but I just think I would just like to see who's got the balls to make a two-hour slog about... Uh, Next week on Five Day Rentals. Like Hot Fuzz, they make the joke... Ah, shit. Sorry, I missed the bit. <laughs> I was going to say, no, Kron. You can't wear those button-down zippers. It's not what a does zip- it even mean? It's not a zipper, dude. It's just buttons. That's the point. Is it a point or is it a zipper? <laughs> it's buttons. <laughs> Anyway, that guy really saying, that guy really fucked up the store, huh? <laughs> they make the reference in Hot Fuzz. Oh, just about all the incredible paperwork and shit that they would have to do. Like the end of the he makes a reference of like that would just be so much paperwork when they're watching Bad Boys 2 and Point Break. Mhm. This cooler the, doesn't even work anymore. We're going to have to throw these pizzas away. Mhm. Are you still doing Mad Men? No. This whole bit fell through. <laughs> I'm keeping it going, dude. Oh. Do I still put the piano music under this? What do you, do you know mean I'm... he's not going to show up for the meeting? I got this new copy machine. Do you know how much glass I had to sweep up? It doesn't matter because he's not going to look at it anyway. I'm going to pass off these carts with one bad wheel as related to the incident. Go ahead, Peggy. Go ahead. All right. So Joe tells the FBI that this is blackmail. And he says the FBI doesn't believe in blackmail. Uh, we cut to Lance. He's knocking on Joe's door the next morning. Lance comes in with some hot coffee, some breakfast items. Uh, Joe answers the door. Of course, he's wearing the sexiest underwear you could find in 1991 without it being no underwear on. That sounds like an opinion thing, Dan. Are you like, yeah, you know, I could, I could rock those instead of nude. Why? I don't... Th- they were low cut, you know, smooth, black. You know what's what's even Lacey. smoother? What Coors Light? No, just pure air. <laughs> All right, Lance. He sits down on the bed. He uh, he wants to set up some plans for all the action here. He says he wants to be Joe's partner. Joe, of course, says, I work alone. Lance notices the lizard, which is tied up 
or not tied up. He's in a bag, I guess, on the floor. He starts moving and grunting. Uh, he, there's also a naked lady that he almost sits on that he didn't even notice. Uh, Joe says, you haven't, you haven't seen one of those before? He says, not that well made. Uh, then we cut to a yeah. strip club. Do you guys makes- get a look at? Do you get a look at this lady? You're telling me Boz isn't smiling in bed when he's with this chick? I mean, you smile so up to and after. Nah. I think the fucked up thing here, like, she's asleep. She has no idea that this other guy is like just coming in. I think this is the only thing in in the movie that Huff does that I'm like, yeah, this, this asshole move. Well, he's still acting. He's still got to act his part whenever she, he knows she's there. And he knows that Lance has probably never seen anything like that. So, yeah. What, he, he, he's treating it like it's funny, but it's very disrespectful to this poor woman. Oh, we're talking like, about what? Oh. Yeah. Have they had a discussion like, hey, if I ever have a, like a new partner come in here, like, do you want me to let you know so you can put a shirt on or something? And she's like, no, that's fine. No. They didn't have that conversation. Alone, they just, if I came over to your house, uh-huh. right, and your wife's in bed and I just came into your bedroom and started talking to you. I'd be like, don't wake the baby up. <laughs> right. Okay. Also... Bad example, I, I guess, in that. I think that lizard is just under a pile of clothes. No, I think it's a bag. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, does he put it in, like, a satchel at night to keep it warm and, like, locked up? I just took Why it as it? it was, like, underneath a sheet Why or a blanket a or something. Why a in a bag? It's like a bird, man. You got to cover him up. Yeah, you got to, like, no, tell don't. them, hey, it's, it's night-night. You know, you, <laughs> you say night-night, and you hold open the bag, and he... Waddles into it and rolls up. Yeah, just Jake the Snake always had his snake in what? Perfect. Flawless example. <laughs> Moving a bag. On. Yeah, that's because anyway. he had to he had to transport it, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. He just you just don't get it. Um, Maybe Huff knew his part. He probably knew the partner was coming over and was like, you know what? I don't want the lizard to get out when I open the door. Yeah, maybe that's why. You're telling me that animal rights people were mad about him eating uh, eggshells and Snicker bars and not him being trapped in a bag all day? It was. It's the morning. He could have just put. People kennel their dogs at night. It's true. I think that lizard's just under a t-shirt or something. That's probably what it is. And this is macho mania. We don't care what that woman. Who cares? This is Macho Mania. If you're telling me to disregard this woman and only focus on how attractive the boss looks in those tiny underwear. You'd got damn right, Kron, because this is Macho Mania. I think we've got a different interpretation of what Macho Mania means. Speaking of Macho Mania, guys, we cut to the strip club tit for tat. Loud rock music. Joe rolls up, and uh, Lance is there too. He's uh, trying to look his best here as a kind of biker guy, rocker dude, undercover. Uh, he wants to Joe and join Joe in the strip club. Uh, 
guys, the duster that Joe's wearing here has an amazing feature of a skull with a feather mullet. Is this the best duster we've ever seen in our five-day rentals career? For now. For now, okay. I mean, um... So this is number one with dusters. Number two would be split second, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. For now. All right, Joe, he rips off uh, Lance's sleeves because that's fucking macho. That's what happens. Of course that was going to happen in this movie. Lance admits, uh, this is where he admits that he's a germaphobe and all this shit, so I don't even know why you would want to go into a place called Tit for Tat. Uh, Joe says, come on in. He explains that this club is owned by the Brotherhood. The girls sell speed to the truckers. Um, We get uh, Joe. They go to the bar. Uh, Lance asks for a a clean, a clean glass and all that. What is, what does a bartender call him? Like Nancy or some shit. (laughs) Yeah. Here's your glass, Nancy. <clears throat> Joe points out ice. Fucking got He's, him, dude. <laughs> roasted him. He's the sergeant of arms for the Brotherhood, and uh, Joe wants to rattle his cage so he can get closer to chains. Joe says he's going to make some noise. We cut to Joe approaching ice. Joe asks how come your old lady's been eyeing my tail all night. I says, ice says, looks like we got a... A grown-up version of Bam Bam here. I says that Joe is. I says that Joe's just a pretty boy, and he wants to fuck his face up. Uh, Joe says, "What is it with bad dudes always wanting to fuck up pretty boys? Like that's a real common. They're ugly. You got a pretty mouth, pretty boy. I'm gonna fuck you up. Question I ask myself every day, dude." Mm-hmm. Is that the argument you have in the mirror every morning, Cron? No, I just got all these tough, ugly guys trying to <laughs> rattle my cage. Every morning? Like coming into yeah. your house, looking at your wife? Yeah. They come in and sit on the bed and <laughs> throw their jacket on top of my lizard. You smiling all night, you fucking freak? Fucking pretty boy freak? Fuck probably you up. Sm- probably smile during any course, don't you? That's got to be so fun to act that way though just I'm gonna fuck you up huh just being a like Foresight is just having a blast in this he knows exactly how to play this he's he's pretty good as ice uh Joe says he's just got out of the pen and hear that the brotherhood was some tough dudes so he's just checking them out ice wants to fight him uh but he gets called down to the bar I don't know how he hears this but he does some truckers are coming in. We cut to a stripper and them arguing. The trucker says that she sold him some bad shit. And this starts a uh, good old classic bar fight, gentlemen. Yeah, these guys are like, give us our money back. We didn't like how your tits looked. No, they didn't. Oh, they, they didn't like their speed. crank. Yeah. No, nah, my joke's funnier. <laughs> Uh, Joe decides to step in here and help Ice with the these this fight that ensues. I didn't pay one grand to see some little torpedoes. <laughs> yeah, give me my four dollars back, lady. That bra was padded. 
I wanted to see pendulous breasts. They can't hold a pencil. Mm-mm. I just want to say that you guys just brought up your macho level. What, by <clears throat> talking talking titties? Yeah. That's, that's macho. All right, so, of course, being the stud that Joe is, he starts kicking the shit these truckers. Ice tells Joe to uh, mind his own fucking business. Uh, he throws a guy into the bar, the back of the bar here. That looked like it fucking hurt. Um, this is where we meet Gut. This is uh, one of the guys from the Brotherhood, Ice's friends. He has a drink with Joe. Gut invites Joe to a rally that's happening that weekend. Gut so we cut- loves Stone. Oh, he's, he's trying. Im- so he's immediate. He this this guy. First off, he he looks like a giddy Daniel Stern. Uh, but yeah, and then later on when you realize how hated he is, like how everybody else shits on him. Like, There's oh, a point. Yeah, no wonder he, he wants a new friend. Well, at the end, you're like, what is he still doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he has, I guess gut, he, I guess he, has an, he has an arc and then immediately regrets it and pays the price. He probably just knew it was happening, so he just met him there that day. (laughs) That's why Mudfish was like, what the fuck? All right, we got to Joe. He's pulling up uh, in his van to the rally here. Uh, His bike's on the back. Why wouldn't you just ride your bike? It's a bike rally. Uh, We got some drag races growing on. Oh, well, you try sleeping in the mud. You'll figure it out. Yeah, dude. I, mean, I guess you can fuck on your motorcycle at a rally, but I mean, you got guys shooting beer cans off each other's heads. Why are you worried about where you're sleeping? Uh, Joe and Ice they drag race. Joe wins. Uh, we cut to more wrestling. Joe decides that he's going to get into this. Uh, he kicks the shit out of this giant dude who does backbreakers, and uh, word starts getting around the rally that. Uh, this guy Joe, well, Stone, as he'll be called, is here. Uh, this gets it back to Chains. Chains and Ice, they take notice of Joe fighting. Uh, we cut to Stone and Gut. They go to Joe's van. Uh, we got Chain. He's sitting in Joe's van with his old lady. Uh, Chain asks Joe if he's part of uh, any club. Joe informs him that he's an independent. Joe's, Joe tells Chains to, to hit the road, get the fuck out of my van. Chain says, uh, all right, man, take my old lady and have some fun, and we'll talk business later. Uh, Chain's old lady tells Joe to relax. She's going to show him a real good time. Joe says, no. Unlike your old man, I've never thought a pretty lady was something you just gave away. What a respectable dude. What a fucking classy dude, except for the fact that he... um You know, Not much. Let, let's his let's his partner just look at his lady at home. I guess. Uh, I do. I do dig the uh, Joe immediately like not putting up with people's shit, like not playing the obvious like part. Like with Gut, for example, Gut's really into him at the at the bar, and he mm-hmm. totally just tells Gut to you know fuck off. And then as soon as he meets Chains at the van, he's like, get the fuck out of my van. Like, I like the way he plays that 
versus like sucking up and trying to be friends with gut and then working with gut to like, you know, work his way up. I think it's cool that he comes off like a real badass because he doesn't give a shit. And Chains likes that more, you know? Yeah, Chains is into that because there's some shit that he does with Chains that would probably, any other guy, he would already fucking kick the shit out of and got the fuck out of there. Yeah. <clears throat> so Joe knows what he's doing. And this, uh, uh, on second watch, the actress that plays Chains like main lady, you can definitely tell she's like a New York, I get the sense actress. she's like a real real serious actress she might have been a uh, theater actress yeah who got a role in a in a dirty 90s action movie it's like whenever Anne Hathaway is trying to play sexy sultry get the fuck out of here you nerd (laughs) Ice is talking to Chains saying these dudes this dude just rolls up here Sounds too sweet. Uh, pretty much saying, like, we need to keep an eye on this guy. It just seems weird to me. I don't trust him. Chains says uh, he smells business. Chains says, uh, it's you and me, Stone. We're going to get into each other's heads. Joe says, you might not like what you find. I'm going to say Joe here because that's Joe Huff is our main character's name but he is going by the alias here for the undercover work as John Stone. So if you're confused with anything, what we say, there you go. Go back and watch your shit, listeners. Yeah, if you found this movie too confusing. Right. Or if you realize that you could watch this movie and be two-thirds of the way through it already. Are we two-thirds of the way through? Well, it's an hour and a half movie, and I don't think we're at the 20-minute mark of the movie, so <laughs> that's all right. We had we had to play the Mad Men game and talk Little Debbies. That's all right. We're just going to keep snowballing, and I'm going to keep talking about how long the show's going. All right, guys. So we cut to some bikers. Uh, they're back at the clubhouse here. Uh, Bones? Another check mark here. Lady showering. Oh, what a great outdoor. This is fun for the whole family. Because <laughs> there are kids around. Yep. <laughs> no, that, that immediately ruins uh the fun. That that quick pan by which you're like, oh yeah, this is this is great. Just quick little titillating thing, and then you see a four year old pushing a stroller with a two year old. And it's full. Biker hey, rallies they, are fucking trash, right? Like, this is yeah, fucking yeah. awful. I mean, if if that one kid is pushing the other in the stroller, it's probably because their mom is in the shower, so they gotta take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah but work. have you thought about it from the kid's angle? Like, that might have been the coolest fucking weekend of their lives. No. It's you got 100 to taste natu- fucking degrees outside. You got to taste the- natural light. <laughs> They're... Their dad probably overdosed on PCP. That natural light that they sipped on had a cigarette in it. So they're... <laughs> and they're taste, taste of your first nicotine. Taste, taste of beer is all skewed. Yeah. The positive Seeing. thing is, yes, our mom just is working on our th- uh, our next sibling. 
and now need, now needs to take a shower. That's the most positive outcome. The real sad outcome is she's fucking lit on crank somewhere, and the kid is desperately trying to find her. All right. That's fucking 100 degrees. You're wearing all this leather. You just... Pour, William Forsythe, like, pours a beer on himself. You just got a uh, backbreaker from yeah, some giant guy in a sand pit. Uh, this, is, this is not... In, just partying in general, man. I can't. I can't fathom. Like, I I did not party this hard at all, and I can't fathom it. Like Savage Streets, the dude in that is just like, come on, man, let's party all the time. Like it just that wears me out, and that's nothing compared to these biker rallies. They really get into uh, the nitty gritty of it here in uh, Stone Cold. Well, they have like four of them throughout this movie, right? Like, there's that's always. What they do. That's what they do. They just rally, dude. Just well, they just once do a poker run for local Shriners. That's this is Al after the children's work. All right, we got the chain, chains and the gang. They're watching the news. They do that quite a bit through this movie. Uh, of course, it's about the Brotherhood, the priest that got shot, uh, Brent Whipperton. Uh, he's a district attorney and he's a whip. Whipperton, get it. Charismatic. Uh, he's hell, charismatic as hell. He's hell bent on destroying the Brotherhood for what's been done. Uh, and walks some uh, army guy. I don't, do we ever get a name of this dude? A wall. A is his name A wall? I thought he said I. That's why I went A wall. Well, that's he's credited as A wall. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we learned that he is from the Gulfport chapter of the Brotherhood. You might recognize him as uh, Max Dad. From It's Always Sunny. Yep. Uh, and another movie I won't mention because I want it to be on the show someday. Um, uh, uh, so this movie takes place where I grew up. Did you guys realize that? Yeah, I the Biloxi, knew there was a connection the to Biloxi Mississippi The Biloxi Gulfport here. area. Yeah. So when they were dropping some names, they say Gulfport, Biloxi, and Pensacola. So, Is this what it was like? Were you... Uh... At a biker rally, pushing around your my little sister, sis, yeah, your yeah, sister and yeah. That's why I can tell you that it sucks. I think I did see some headgear on that one of those kids. That might have been you, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't ride a bike or anything. Just had to stand. <laughs> Drinking the end of. I didn't a beer have my. Like... I didn't have my Super Nintendo yet. It's not gonna hurt you. Wasn't to out get yet. Some beer, kid. All right, James tells these dudes to watch the news. The DA wants to appeal so they can get the death penalty for their their boy who shot this preacher here. Everybody shut up. The news is on. Yeah. The DA is also running for governor, of course. Uh, We don't don't fucking need that. Who cares? Promises to get rid of uh, all the crime underworld. if you choose to elect me. Like, he's real. They probably spend 10 minutes of the movie watching... This dude's. Yeah. Right, Chains. He's. Chains says he's gonna crack the whip. This is his way of saying he wants to kill this guy. Uh, he's as good as dead. Uh, we cut to Joe trying to get into the Brotherhood's clubhouse here. He has a package for Chains. They let him in. Uh, he drives through. Gut is immediately on to to Chains here, trying to be his friend again. And Joe's pretty much like, where where the fuck is Chains at? Uh, he's and he says, well, he's been asking about you. 
he's asked if, if really Joe's like going to be a stone. prospect again. You're real cool. So we got that word that comes up. Yeah. All right, we cut to uh, a lady busting out of her top while she's playing pool. And they got all sorts of crazy shit going on in this little this little clubhouse within the clubhouse. Uh, Joe walks in. We got a dude who throws a knife into a picture of a butt, which turns into a, another check mark here for me, uh, a smut wall. Gentlemen. Yep. It was going to happen. Okay. Any thoughts on this smut wall? Did we get a good look or did you guys just figure that this was going to be in that building? Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah, when I saw a bunch of bikers, I thought, we're getting a smut wall out Mm. of this thing. All right. I'm just tacking up my points, gentlemen. Uh, Out walks change. 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 Joe gives uh, Chains a bulletproof vest. A government issued one, apparently. Uh, he says this is for business. Change uh, says, well, put it on. Let's see how it looks. Test it out. Uh, and Change shoots Joe to test out this uh, bulletproof vest. Joe falls back onto the pool table. Uh, he does not like this. He grabs Chains, flips him around, slams him onto the pool table. Uh, we got the gang here. They all pull their guns out, of course. And they pull Joe off of Chains. <clears throat> Ice pulls a knife. Chains tells Ice, no, he's mine. He's got balls. Uh, then pretty much ask if he wants to be a prospect. Ice says, no way. This is either, and he says, this is either going to be the biggest pork chop I've ever ate or my bulldozer. Great line. That's what Chains says. <laughs> so Ice walks away. So clearly there's some rift between ice and chains here because of old Joe, Joe that's come in here. Joe asks, what's in it for me? Colors, man. Chain says, uh, he pulls over gut and flips him around and explains the brotherhood patch there on the back of his, uh, jacket there. He says, these colors don't run. He also says some other shit about it being his church and religion and all that. Well, and Joe's like, dude, I know all this. Like, I, I know all this. I've put a lot of you away. In fact, I've, you know, just two days ago, I was telling the FBI about all this stuff. That was so in Alabama. You don't, you don't have to explain this to me. Oh, so Mississippi biker clubs are different than Alabama biker clubs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense why he just let him continue. Joe is cleaning up. He's already cleaned up Alabama. So now, naturally, he has to go down to Mississippi to clean up. Over to Mississippi. Well, you know. Cron is from the south, so he's he's our guy on that one. This cat's Midwest. freaking out. Beans. This cat, cat is losing it. <clears throat> Just put a blanket over him, Cron. Bathroom bag. Dude. Yeah. Olive I'm oil. I, I'm trying some to get olive the oil, bag dude. out, dude. <laughs> All right, all right. We cut to Chains and Joe. They're coming out of the clubhouse here. Chains says, uh, <coughs> "Round one. He needs uh, Pensacola chapter needs an ear." Chains says, uh, "This dude has crossed their territory with uh, selling drugs and didn't pay, uh, and they need him to go down there and identify him, bring back an ear." 
So this is Joe's first job as a prospect. I thought prospects were just there to clean up like the after party, go get beer, mm-hmm. clean bikes and shit. Sawdust on this puke is, and Yeah, you know. This is a pretty big pretty big assignment there. Watch for the your kids. First <laughs> yeah, you know, make sure they have enough Match the to toddlers do. up to their, you know, respective drunk mothers. Find out which old ladies aren't busy so they can get busy. Mm-hmm. I love All on right, uh, cut- Sons of Anarchy, the, the fat prospect is always the one driving the van. I love that consistency across the show. <laughs> it's, you know, a lot for him to ride his bike. Yeah. I think he gets it last season. I think he gets shot in the head. It's kind of a bummer. There's like him and then like a real why. skinny one. And there's one missing a ball. He didn't last very That's- long. I got up to where they went to Ireland or Scotland. Oh, that's pretty early on. That's only like second or third season. season. Yeah. I think that's the beginning of season three. And that's, I was like, all right, got it. (laughs) Did they ride their bikes to Scotland? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they did. They did a Fast and Furious style where they drove into the back of a C-130 on an airstrip and then drove off of one. On another airstrip, never got off Ireland. the bike. Yeah, they were always on the bike. On the yeah, come on, brother. Nessie's gonna join up. Oh yeah, yeah. I gave up right. on it. I think I had like two seasons left, and then Sam started to watch it, and then caught up. And I was like, "Are you really watching?" And she loved it. She's like, "Yeah, this is like great trash drama." So People I ended up finishing it with her. Show. Yeah. People love it. You could tell the dude that has the motorcycle that watched Sons of Anarchy because they have the motorcycle. You're like, yep, Sons of Anarchy. Dealerships had a love. The guys made those bikes. People, fuck yeah, people long great. for connection wherever they can get it. It's tribal, man. They just want to be yeah. part of something. So we're open to guests. Kind of. We'll decide. We cut to Joe. He's riding into Pensacola, Florida, gentlemen, on his hog, baby. Uh, Joe tracks down uh, this Bolivian. He's at a salsa club, and this is the point where uh, you might as well just give best mullet to Joe here because it looks fucking phenomenal, guys. Looks like it's been shampooed and conditioned. Did you guys notice that? I I think you noticed the mullet a lot more than I did. (laughs) It's beautiful. Yeah, it's also like your eighth note about it. It's beautiful, Karan. Uh, Bolivian, he fits uh, the description here that Joe needs. He knocks him out. Uh, We cut to the Bolivian being arrested. He takes a picture of the spider web that's tattooed on the Bolivian's ear that the guy said would be there. Uh, He also has a tattoo artist tattoo a web onto an ear that is not the Bolivian. They put the Bolivian onto a plane and tell him not to come back. Uh, we cut to they Joe. Get that other ear. I mean, they're the it's, feds, man. It's the FBI, dude. Yeah, just got it out of the evidence drawer marked ears. <laughs> I can have you an ear by three o'clock. Yeah. All right, we cut to Joe. He's you know walking the, into um, the bike shop. Have you ever heard about the like compost thing that the feds have, like for like dead bodies? Like the body farm? Yeah, it's in, like, Knoxville. Yeah. I wonder if I could donate my body to that. 
I'm sure so you, you can, dude. Yeah, I should check so that out. So maybe you could be in an undercover biker. Uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe my ear will day? be tattooed. Yeah, Sweet. if you if you want to work with the feds, go ahead, dude. Well, Guys, I, uh, I mean, after I'm dead, just stay away with from them the, now. Stay away from the doink boys. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm I've, you down, uh, dude. I've had Danny commissioned to do three spider ear tattoos uh, when we do get together next time for all three of us. So you're you're welcome. One of you guys can have mine. No, Karan, you got to do it. Just get the other ear done. Well, I I have such huge ears. Doing one of mine is technically two. It's already been done, guys. <clears throat> I'm not right. doing it. We cut to Joe. He walks I'm into putting the, the kibosh to- on this bit right now. I'm not tattooing my ear until I'm dead. Dude, you you're gonna have to tattoo the ear because how else is the FBI gonna use your ear in a fucking undercover biker sting? They got. I'm already working with the feds. There's another part of my body that they're whoa, gonna need whoa, whoa. for a hardcore sting. If he's, Cron, if he's working with the feds, we should not be. All Maybe right, it's us. here it is. I brought back his ass. It's <laughs> it fucking doink, boys. This is the firmest ass I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. God damn it. We cut to Joe. He walks into the bike shop. They're doing all sorts of crazy uh, things to their motorcycles in there because they're a biker gang. He gives Shane the ear uh, that he requested. <clears throat> Chains tells Joe to uh, oversee Tool and Nancy on a collection run downtown. All this pisses ice, pipe- ice off. <laughs> yeah, he pipes in and says, that's my gig. Chains says it's his now. Uh, we cut to Chains calling uh, his lady friend at the Biloxi Police Department. Uh, did they say a different name besides Biloxi here? I just think she says it's so Southern it comes off like Biloxi. So it's, yeah, it's, (laughs) I thought maybe like they weren't allowed to use it. So I was like, maybe they just changed it. All right. She, or chains requests her to do some background checking on a man named Joe stone and NCIC on Joe stone. She says that she would get back to him. Uh, We cut to Joe and the gang. They're cruising downtown to collect. Uh, We cut to Tool here, an angry lady saying uh, that he's always taking too much money. Tool and Nancy, they get into it about how he treats the ladies that work there. Uh, We cut to the mafia here. They're in their car, and he's complaining and mad about the bikers collecting on their territory. Um, I'm just. So, you asked me if this r- reminds me of being being a kid down there. So many Italian mafia guys just cruising the streets of Biloxi and Gulfport with hand grenades. Well, it was a I, I real was, epidemic. I was gonna say, what town is this? Because it looks like the downtown that we all came out of. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a tiny town, and there's like a prostitution. Uh, this this house was and Arkansas, I believe. This is yes, a very midwestern, midwestern downtown. Not a, not a Mississippi it's street. Conway, Arkansas, is where this was filmed. Well, just it looks like a little town, not like a city that would where you'd be like shaking people down and shit. Yeah, it looked like it really reminded me of No Country for Old Men, like the street 
that uh, the pharmacy's on. Yeah, kind like, Yeah. All right, so this mafia guy, he sees Tool down here collecting. Uh, he just decides to throw a fucking grenade up at him and uh, blows him right through the store it's in, in the middle of downtown. It's incredible. <laughs> it's so fun. Whoop. Uh, we cut to them pulling up onto a side street, the mafia guys, Nancy and Joe, who somehow didn't hear this explosion. Uh, they're just sitting there and mafia car speeds up. Dude gets out. He grabs Nancy and the cash. Of course, Joe jumps in. He runs and jumps on the hood of the car. He, and he rides along for a little bit until one of the mafia guys pulls out the gun. He rolls off. Mafia car gets T-boned. Joe runs in and starts kicking some ass, <clears throat> breaking some arms. Uh, mafia guy finally pulls a gun on him and tells Joe to back the fuck off. He also says, tell Chains to keep his castle out of my sandbox. And then they drive off with these other two guys. Who just One dude got his arm broke and he's just like, get in the car. <laughs> They're like, okay. Uh, Joe asked Nancy who that was. It's uh, Demichi. <clears throat> and he got my money, so now he's going to yeah, kill me. The Mississippi Demichis. <laughs> they opened a restaurant down there, the mm-hmm. only Italian place in, in town. <laughs> uh, Joe covers the lost money for Nancy. Uh, she says she can't take it, and he's like, just remember where it came from. Uh, we cut to the hospital, gentlemen. Uh in comes the Brotherhood. They're just causing all sorts of chaos. They're coming in to see Tool. Uh, they also found him a, a wife, apparently. They're bringing him a lady. What nice guys. I figured that that was already his lady. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. Well, this does pay off further on into the movie. We actually see the wedding. So I noticed that on second viewing. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. The best thing about this part is gut starting to play the harmonica. Mm-hmm. Take that fucking harmonica to the parking lot. <laughs> hey, I told you on the way here not to bring that harmonica. They're going to kick us the, out of here, you understand? Of all the loud and rude and crude shit they're doing, that's the thing. That <laughs> annoys the fucking yeah. They fucking hate gut. I feel so bad for them. The guy just reacts like, we talked about this. Like, <laughs> we agreed no harmonica. You brought it anyway, man. Makes us look like a bunch of sissies. This guy got blowed <laughs> up and you bring a fucking harmonica? So Chains and all them, they come in. They give Tool a kiss and all this shit. Uh, yeah, Chains gets mad at Guts for playing the harmonica. Tells him to go to the fucking parking lot. Uh, Marie here, she's going to marry Tool because that's what Chain says is going to happen. Despite Tool wanting to die. Yeah, he's kill me, man. Fuck. Kill me. Just fucking kill me. Don't say that, man. Don't say that. <laughs> that's where he gets sentimental. No, man. I can shoot people in the face, but you're not going to die yourself. And then, yeah, Ice is like, this wouldn't happen if I was fucking there. I'm going to kill him for you now. Yeah. Um, the Brotherhood here, they get sidetracked again and watch TV for another DA announcement. Uh, the DA says that they're going to Everybody do shut up. The news is on. <laughs> shut up, guys. Breaking news. Turn that harmonica down. 
uh, DA announces that he talked to the outgoing governor and there's going to be checkpoints all along the city. And uh, he has the governor call in the it's had the outgoing governor call in the National Guard as well. Uh, Ice gets very pissed off at this and smashes the TV. Promises Tool he's going to take revenge on Demichi. Uh, we cut to a tube of P2P, right? Or is it PTP? It's P2P. I, seen, I think it's P2P. I've seen two different things. Okay, I I wrote P2P, and I've seen two or PTP, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, Shouldn't it be right. uh, blue, though? I watched enough Breaking Bad to know. It just looked like some dirty ass fountain water. Have you? Because it has some shit floating in it. Yeah. Every time they said it, I thought of P2B, which is uh, the peanut butter powder. Yeah. Also, uh, did you watch? So this movie is on YouTube. Somebody put this, uh, the full movie up there the time that i had watched it it had like 61 views uh the like 15 million or some shit oh then i watched a different (laughs) i watched a 4k transfer i guess i don't know um the the auto-generated subtitles absolute trash because later on there's one uh, that I had to give up, and I need to ask you guys what he says, if you can recall. So I ended up turning him off. Did you finish this movie? What's that? No, he turned off the subtitles. I turned off oh, the subtitles, okay. yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant the movie. All right, well, just let me know which part it was. It's coming up, yeah. I actually had to put in my AirPods... So I could turn it up like pretty loud so Humble I could break. hear some <laughs> of the fun. shit. Uh, Karan's got the pros. He's got better ones than me. You got pros? Yeah, I got pros. They stay in your ear? Yeah. I got those weird ear canals where... I was worried about that as well. And yeah, they do. I've done back whenever I did exercise. They stayed in the whole time when I ran and everything. Okay. They come with like a bunch of tips. Yeah, I'm tricky on those tips. I usually have to buy any sort of headphone like that has to have the overhear clip. So, again, I, it's it's a lot of tattooing. Weird, yeah, well, weird ear canal. It's, yeah, your ears are all scarred up all and f- misformed from the multiple tattoos you've mm-hmm. gotten on them. Yep. Figures. Just kidding, all right, man. so <laughs> come on, man. P2P, we got a pretty much a vial of dirty water here. Uh, they're going to get 12 tons of it, and uh, they know our, Joe knows a driver. This is going to be Joe's deal with chains to try to bust the Brotherhood. And all he needs from uh, chains is just he needs protection and a few guys. Uh, chains says the Italians will buy it. And uh, so we cut to Joe and Chains walking into an Italian restaurant with a giant gift rack box. Uh, they sit down. They give it to the Italian guys. They open it up. It's a helmet. Uh, Chains explains that they need to open the the 
Pfizer. Pfizer, I guess is what you call it. Yep. Uh, I believe this is supposed to be Dimitri's head, I think. Yeah, because before this, and they're talking about the deal and the Italians are going to buy it. He's like, what, you mean Dimitri? And he's like, nah, Dimitri's out. His head's all fucked up or something. Or he's all fucked in the head. Yeah, Joe doesn't want him to sell to Dimitri. And uh, Chane says, yeah, don't. his head's all fucked up or something. Yeah. All right. So, this, yeah, this is Dimitri's head. They are not surprised at all. Um, Chane's well, explains. They saw the guy cut the hole in the table get up underneath and stick his head up <laughs> so that like the whole bit's like fucking ruined not surprised at all mm-hmm. so chains explains the p2p situation three dozen 50 gallon drums coming in next week Fifty thousand for the drugs uh and they just walk out nobody ever agrees uh, we cut to the DA on TV again. Chain keeps rewinding this bitch over and over again to say death. And he gives his uh, uh, pretty classic laugh there that he has throughout the film. I could have used a VCR that was that yeah, specific when I... W- I mean, there was a time in my life, you know, where you're backing stuff up. But Well, did did yours have a looping function like that? No, where it would just no that would have been great, yeah. I was watching Terminator too. I wanted to watch things. Sure. Yeah. How do they what do they that? Mean? You know, how do they get that <laughs> special in, in and out like that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm breaking buttons on basic instinct. I mean, mm-hmm. now I'm in my 30s and we got gifts. No work at all. I would have been kids. so dehydrated at 13 had I had gifts. <laughs> would have been a lot skinnier. What we are, um, chains. We cut to chains layer here. Uh, he's all wet for some reason. He needs to get an air conditioning in that bitch. Ice uh, wants to talk to him. I think he just. I took it as he just got out of the shower, like a tub. Like yeah, he even I says like, "You're fucking my zen up." Why does he have <laughs> yeah. a rope in there? <laughs> he takes a rope down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you never lived in an apartment with a rope loft, dude. I got rid of my stairs to my basement. It's just ropes now. Mm-hmm. Well. I thought maybe he had it in there for like, like working out, like rope climbs, but it looks like it's only a six foot ceiling. So yeah, <laughs> that'll that'll engage your upper body every time you got to go upstairs. He looks great. He looks like he's sixty. Yeah. He looks great. Fucking every pop. time your lady asks for a drink of water. Fuck. Oh man, imagine Iggy <laughs> popping this roll as chains. No way. Fuck. That'd be sweet. All right, Ice wants to talk. Uh, Chains here says that fear is going to rot your heart out. Uh, pulls a line from Apocalypto there, huh? Uh, Ice says Chains is uh, wrapped around Stone's finger, and that's a mistake. Chains explains that he's fine and that he will kill the DA. It's kind of, I don't really know what they were kind of talking about there because. Ice is saying that Stone is trouble and seems like Chain is just worried about the DA. And he says that uh, Stone is more business than anything. So I guess they solved that, I guess. I took it Uh, as Ice saying, hey, quit fucking around with this guy and dealing this deal and all this stuff. We're trying to deal with the DA and all of that, right? 
and he's basically saying like in a way I can do both of them. Like, don't worry about the business. Like this is future, but I still like, I'm still going to crack the whip. I'm still going to get that guy. All right. Yeah, I can see that. All right, Joe, we cut to him. He's riding into a meeting with Lance at a restaurant. Uh, Lance is mad about the bathroom being all fucking germy. Uh, tells Joe Cunningham wants him to move on and, uh, bust the brotherhood already. Uh, Joe says that he can get the brotherhood and the mob in one shot with what he has set up. He just needs the P2P and a few agents to pull it off. Joe also has a, uh, a witness as well, which has changed his old lady. Uh, and he need, he just needs a few days to get it all set up. Uh, I guess they accept this. We cut back to the brotherhood. Uh, they're pulling up to a checkpoint for the national guard. Uh, they start making fun of them. They ask for their papers. Chains pulls out a gun. They pretty much beat the shit out of them. We cut back to the, uh, bikers, uh, clubhouse there. They nail the guardsmen's into some crates. Then they set them up. Uh, it's better to be first in hell than second in heaven. No. Uh, and change just suits them both. Why put them in the boxes? Easier to shoot. I guess so. Well, then you don't. Yeah, you don't have to move Get them. Goons. Easier to carry around, I guess. Yeah. You try to shoot a guy that's running around all over the place. You'll be wishing you had him in a box. Zigzagging. You couldn't all over shoot him place. if he was zigzagging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't teach they tell, that in the National Guard. Tell the DA uh, it's a campaign uh, contribution. Nancy freaks out on Chains here. Chains pretty much dumps her, tells her to get the fuck out of there. In front of everybody, dude. That'd be so embarrassing. For Nancy, but, you know, these are macho guys. Yeah, I've cried at every breakup. I can't imagine just, like, doing that in front of a... <sighs> fucking bikers. These guys are ruthless. Uh, not to worry, Bones, because Ice just hands over one of his old ladies to Chains. Oh, I wasn't worried about Chains. He'd be fine. I was worried about... <laughs> Yeah, don't worry, Bones. Chains is going to be just fine. Oh, we're ready about the girl again? Not very much, Joe. Uh, we got Guts here. He starts to speak up. Uh, these actions, they're terrible, guys. This is not what the Brotherhood is about. We're about, you know, fucking hanging out. We're about each other. This is not what we do. We don't just kill fucking innocent people, especially guardsmen. Uh, so he gives a speech about right and wrong. Chain says, you just need to get out of here, start your bike up. Uh, Ice says, you got to go, man. Uh, Chains <laughs> makes him start his bike up, and then he puts Guts' hands into the spinning wheel of his bike. And uh, we cut. And his hand is not a baseball card. Yeah, and All don't right. worry, nope. Bones. Chains is going to be fine, dude. Okay. All right. He's got lots of friends, man. All right, we cut to Joe. He sees Nancy. She's dressed in regular clothes. She's all depressed. Fucking loser. <laughs> I like how I'm so mad I'm going to just not wear leather. Yep. Or black. <laughs> it's my breakup uh, gap attire. This is my I'm done outfit. I picked it out long ago. What's the, what's the, what do women wear now? Um, Lane Bryant. I. Chanel, I don't know. 
Gucci. Parasols. Target. Target. Yeah, Target. What's that? What's that at Target? Um, we get Joe. He goes over to her. She tells him that Chains has killed these guardsmen. Um, she talks about D Day, which piques Joe's interest. So he's trying to find out what Chains uh, is planning there. Uh, Nancy pretty much says she's leaving. Uh, Joe says, no, you're not because you got GFBD tattooed to the back of your, uh, shoulder there. Uh, God forgives the brotherhood don't, uh, and Nancy will be, uh, killed if she decides to leave because she's branded. Joe pretty much says that, uh, he wants to be with Nancy and he'll take her with him whenever he gets out, but he's not in. You're still a prospect. Right. And she's immediately into this. She is? The idea. Well, yeah, he's like, listen, I'm doing this thing, and then I'm out of here, and I could take you with me. And she's immediately like, you take me with you? So. Yeah, he says, if you play by my rules, uh, I can get you out of here. They kiss. Is that macho? Telling a woman, yeah, but we got to do it my way? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Just making sure. Make they sure did I'm every. They did. They did everything they could not to say for him to say uh, my way or the highway. I believe <laughs> that was in there, and they were like, eh. "There's a specific way that I would like to do it, and if you do not do that, then you can go on the road." I um, imagine there's pr- probably like uh, six takes where he says it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My, my way of the highway. There's Cut. a there's an order with which I'd like you to do things, and if you don't do them, I'll show you the street you can leave on. I think he was Can't. like, let's run it again. I can do it better. And eventually they were like, can you try it without that line? Can you try, like just try it a different way? Ah, <laughs> uh, the boss. All right, they kiss. We cut to the National Guard here. They're unloading the crates. Uh, of course, there's two dead guardsmen in there with a picture of the DA with an X on it. Who ordered these? <laughs> Fucking logistics. These are two dead guys. It's not even on the manifest. Uh, we cut to Nancy and Joe. They're just having a casual eat out here at a restaurant. <laughs> Nancy tells her her story about how she found a brotherhood and... All that bullshit. We got Lance here disguised as a waiter. She says something real bullshit here. Okay. She goes, yeah, I found the Brotherhood, and they came like my family. There was no please and thank you and all that bullshit. And then I I immediately disliked disliked her. All the goodwill I had garnered watching her in this movie. I don't know. I think I'm super sensitive this week. I had some terrible human interaction uh, just concerning manners. And so when I watched this, she's like, yeah, no, please and thank you. Like, nah, fuck that. You can still be a badass and believe in please and thank you. Uh, manners are macho. Fuck yeah. All right, uh, Lance, like I said, he's disguised as a waiter here. He gives Joe a receipt, which has a note on it that says, pretty much says, meet me. So Joe's like, I got to go make a phone call. He takes off. Is he Joe's just, walk? 
is he just working at that diner? Like, he's been there all goddamn day. Yeah, waiting on Jody. Hour six. He's fucking bussing tables for weeks now. It's like it paid off. I got forty dollars in tips. It worked out. Joe, I've been on my feet uh, for twelve fucking hours. Tips suck. Joe walks out of the restaurant. Uh, he passes Ice here. Ice kind of looks back at him. Uh, we cut to Lance pulling in to meet Joe. Lance informs Joe to back out because of two dead guardsmen. Joe says he's staying undercover. Uh, I got no choice. Uh, we we see Ice. He yells, hey, Joe, and just starts shooting the fuck out of uh, Joe and Lance there in a truck. The local cops see this, so they uh, start to pursue Joe gets on his bike. A chase ensues with the cops. Lance should have uh, died here, I think. A few. I think he should have died. Joe or... Joe and Lance should have died, really, with well, yeah. ice shooting. Considering, yeah, ice can shoot a um, a beer can off of a shoulder. His aim should be impeccable. I just think from a storytelling perspective, I think you should, should have killed Lance. That would have added more drama later with Joe being deep inside and... No, like More. nobody being on his, having his back. Trying to trying to hide that in as well. You're in too deep, Joe. I'm pulling you out. Lance died for nothing then. God damn it, you're right. Here's your barrels of drugs. I mean, all the people that he kind of comes in contact with, he walks out with no responsibilities at the end. Yeah, just like the grocery store at the beginning, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like poetry; it rhymes. Clean up on a uh, capital. Ice. <laughs> he shoots uh, his Uzi at the cops, blows up a, another cop car. Uh, Joe cuts in front of Ice. Ice shoots the Uzi at Joe, missing again. Uh, we take this chase through a tunnel. We cause some car crashes. He pulls up to a guy and cuts his arm to c- cause a crash. I thought that was kind of. I funny. thought that was cool. I was like, that's that's pretty good. Hey. Yeah, it's like uh, in that Road Rash video game when you would beat people with chains. With a, yeah, with a bike chain. Yeah, could have went either way. Thought it was a knife, though. Uh, Ice passes Joe. We follow the chase into a rail yard, of course. Uh, then back into town. Joe moves in. He, he smashes his bike against Ice's. This causes uh, Ice to veer off into an oncoming car. <laughs> bike blows up as soon as it hits the car, killing Ice. Uh, Joe spins back around and uh, kind of pulls up on Joe. And uh, great line here with a with a shot of Ice's face. Uh, Fuck you, cop. <laughs> you should have grabbed his crotch, and, Duke Mitchell style, though. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, be a man. How does ice not go flying over the fucking car? Yeah, right? it immediately like, blows up. It's I think, pretty. It, I think they had him in that brace from Flesh and Blood, so he's kind of like <laughs> locked <laughs> to the bike. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think the, the explosion's cool, but I would much rather just see him fly, you know, four or five car links through the air. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, gentlemen, this is where we uh, release the pee and take a break. 
right. Welcome back to uh, the Five Day Runnels podcast here. We're doing Stone Cold from 1991. We got uh, Joe Huff here. He's got a lizard. He's got a fucking duster. He's got a hog. Um, Biker gangs, a brotherhood, uh, Nazi flags, shit like that. Just all going on in this movie. Uh, It's fucking super macho, and uh, you should watch it. Anyway. Why are so many bikers Nazis? I think it's just a shock value thing, especially in 91. It seems like their whole ethos is like, I just want freedom. I just want me and my bike can do whatever I want. But I would also really enjoy fascism. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll talk. We can talk about this. That makes it seem like I'm a fucking biker Nazi. Um, no, I think it would be... Uh, one way I can think of it is uh, prison. Yeah. The racial divide in prison sort of forces people in order to, you know, find a tribe and protect themselves. They're sort of driven. We've seen enough movies and heard about that. Um, into sort of white nationalism. Um also, I wonder if it's Nazis become bikers or bikers become Nazis. Like, what happens that way? Um, mm-hmm. Nazis, guys that are probably Nazis are probably more likely to also uh, be fucking asshole, like, break the law and do that shit. So there might be more likely to, to do that along with within biker gangs. Um, I don't know. I think it's probably just that white, just general white tribal I'm, racist mentality. I don't know. I had a thought too that it was Mississippi, so maybe they were trying to play on that as well. Yeah. So, I, yeah, there are a few Nazi flags throughout this film. So if that offends you, I guess. Just watch Gone with the Pope instead. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean it. It is interesting. Like, I think it's enough of a of a shitty uh, connection. Let's say even let's let's just say it's one percent, right? One percent of biker gangs have some Nazi stuff attached to them. It's enough for me to not ever be in a biker gang. Like I'm a white dude. I am not going anywhere near it. Yeah, it's um my thought was like who's making these flags like at this time? Like how much money are they generating? Is there a, is there a guy is there a millionaire out there that's like on his yacht and he's like Nazi flags. I did like, what nobody else wanted to do. Yeah. Back like, in the sixties I started making right? Nazi flags again. Yeah. Like there has to be that guy that's mm-hmm. like I'm sure it's old ladies, but people are buying them. What can I say? I mean, it's like an old Jewish guy. (laughs) That's fucked up. Yes. But yeah, not what I meant to imply. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's you either get like the biker gang Nazis or you get the green room like punk Nazis, which also doesn't make any sense. Mm hmm. Yeah, but that like, was so great that because you knew 
like fuck off Nazis and die was coming from that band whenever that scene happened in that movie. Like it had to be that way. Cause when I seen it, I was like, Oh shit, are they going to play? And then they start playing it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Right. Well, cause he has balls, but I just mean what, what is the connection? I, I get like, what's kind of what Kron was saying. The whole Nazi thing is like, fascism and we all hail this one leader and bikers are all about freedom and no law or all that but then at the same time they're like but he's our leader by the way like he tells us all (laughs) what to do um mafia is the same way like the hypocrisy of like we don't want any rules we don't need anybody on our ass but anyway he's made so we can't touch him and also by the way the rule is you're supposed to give me this money like it's all I'm, uh, mm -hmm. i'm american and I'm a Christian, which is a set of rules that I have to follow to mm-hmm. be a certain thing. But I'm free to do whatever I want. And then the th- well, then the other third group, and then they come in big and sons of anarchy are like the white nationalist Christian dudes, like the khaki wearing crew cut, like Nazis, Losers. like yeah, the ones that uh, like Henry Rollins plays in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Hey, Rollins, good guy. It's fucking stupid. Fuck Nazis, dude. It's tribalism. Fuck Nazis. We're an anti-Nazi podcast, guys. Sorry. I like, hey, I like horses more than Nazis. That's true. I will allow that. I will allow that. Fuck horses. But fuck Nazis more. Yeah. So far, worst thing we've talked about on the show. Nazis? Yeah. I mean, Kron literally asked in our first episode if he, like, Jizz with like 30 hey, seconds. I, jizz is great. I'd, I'd rather people who love jizz listen to this podcast yeah. than Nazis, dude. <laughs> I, I thought you were going somewhere there. I was like, oh, this is going to be a good take by Quran. <laughs> Nazis don't give life. Yeah. Their jizz deserves to die. Prometheus doesn't open with an engineer dumping a bunch of Nazis into a <laughs> A river. Hey, man. Benetheus might be on this podcast. All right, guys, we cut to Nancy. She's packing her shit up, which is just a whole bunch of clothes of leather, 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 leather. Um, we cut to the Mississippi Press here. The DA uh, now comes at us instead of on the news. He comes at us on the newspaper, still pushing for the death penalty. Uh, Nancy takes a phone call from the Biloxi girl that works at the police station that uh, that Chains had called earlier, looking up John Stone. Uh, she pretty much spills all the beans about Joe Huff there to Nancy. Uh, we cut to Joe getting back to the hangout. Nancy tells Joe that she knows his story and she knows what's going on. So she, But he better not be a cop because that's the one thing she will not stand for. Out of all the shit she's been through, or that's saying the please thing. and thank you. Yeah, that's true. She's <laughs> like, "Well, you could take me at it. This gang can find me and kill me later, but I won't leave with you if you're a cop." <laughs> this is where I could not understand what he says because she says, "Look me in the eyes right now and tell me you're not a cop," and it honestly sounds like he says, "Yeah, I'm a cop." Okay, I'm not a cop. Right, but I, in no way did I hear a not or anything in there. I think he 
he like doesn't want to lie, but he doesn't want to tell her, so he does that like, well, I'm a cop. Okay. <laughs> or he did like the sarcastic like, yeah, I'm a cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. sure, me. <laughs> me. This mullet. <laughs> a, a guy with this mullet and this bike? Yeah, I'm a cop. <laughs> Have you seen this duster? I'm a cop. All right, we got to Ice's funeral, which uh, I just changed my um, <laughs> all my uh, life insurance stuff. This is how I'm going to go out, guys. Just this is you guys got to light me on fire while I'm sitting on well this chair. Yeah, I'll do it next time I'm in town. It's dude. another example no, of when I die, Cron. Nah, <laughs> it's another example of the bullshit. Like, uh, you know act an asshole until the guy in charge tells you to shut up. Like, throughout the whole movie, these bikers are all rowdy and shit. So and then at this guy's funeral, they're all rowdy. And then Mudfish is like, hey, everybody shut the fuck up. Like, which is it? Do you think Mudfish ever got out of character when he was playing this guy? Probably no, this not. is, this yeah, is the is guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, It's like Danny Trejo, like, is always Danny Trejo. I think we can probably talk. He's probably dead. Man. We could probably have that guy on the podcast. You know why he loved Nancy? Why? Because she forgot to say please. <laughs> um. So we're cutting to Isis' funeral here. He is going to be burned like a Viking and go off to the wonderful halls of Valhalla. Uh, he's sitting atop of his bike. Not sure how they got his body to do this, but... Uh, flesh and blood rig, yeah. dude. Apparently they did. I was thinking maybe um, bamboo up the butthole. Maybe uh, Rick Mortis sh- has, kebobbed. has kicked in. Yeah. He's stiff. Yeah. They got him in there somehow. I was just saying I don't know how they got the body back to the clubhouse. Like... Authorities should have showed up and you ever seen uh, a rigor mortis lizard? Yeah, it's like in Florida when the iguanas fall out when it gets too cold, and there's a news story every year about it, which I seen the other day. R.I.P. Speaking of R.I.P., guys, we're at Isis funeral here, and um, lo and behold, chains. Says our tagline here, guys. Another check mark. Crash and burn. Hey, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Buddies forever. All right. Welcome back to the after shower show. (laughs) All right. Chains makes a speech about ice, uh, about how he'd kick your ass and out drink you and all that bullshit. Uh, He lights up a fire. Um, yeah, not sure they're allowed to do this, just burn a fucking body. But, you know, nobody's fucking with the Brotherhood down there, apparently. Uh, we cut to Cunningham and Lance. They're waiting on Joe. Cunningham wants Joe's plan about the P2P deal. Uh, we cut back to a big rig pulling in to make the deal. Joe and Chains, plus the gang, uh, they're giving the driver some money. The driver says uh, that he wants more, but uh, what Chain and the gang doesn't know is that... This has been pre-set up. The, guy, the driver is actually 
working with the FBI. So, what? of course, Chains doesn't know that yet. Uh, Joe pretends to get into an argument about the money here. He's not a, uh, a doink boy, then. <laughs> he shoots the guy right in the chest, all in front of Chains so he could see this, and takes the money back. Uh, Joe gets in the big rig, Chains uh, bikes, or Chains gang, they lead the way, uh, and he redirects the truck. Now, see, uh, if the Doink boys were doing this, it's like whenever you pull out the gun to shoot the driver, uh, <laughs> like when you pulled the trigger, just that stick would come out and it, it would unfurl and it would say bang on it. Mm-hmm. Just giving you away. Nah, it'd just be fun. Everybody would start laughing. That's why you guys can never be like tried for attempted murder. <laughs> Are there a lot of like whoopee cushions in your guys' clubhouse? Yeah, whoopee cushions, uh, lapel flowers that squirt water on people. We do it all, mm. man. That's a s- s- scary ass Squirt some there. P2P out of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Right People into the fucked eye. up. All right, we cut over to Lance. He's uh, gets a call that the truck had uh, turned the wrong way. So we cut to the big rig here, and Joe's in there. Lance radios in to Joe using his real name in front of Nancy, exposing him. And she knew he was a fucking cop, and she is not happy about that. But come on, Nancy. He gave you all the clues. Joe tells uh, Nancy to cooperate, and he can get her immunity. We cut back to the big rig pulling off into an old boat yard. Uh, Joe asks Chains, what's up? Chains explains that's how he does business. Uh, he redirected the truck and did the deal already with uh, the mafia. So they did not get to bust all of them all at once because of this. Uh, Joe says he'll settle this up later and just leaves. Guess how come nobody followed Joe? Like, none of these guys from the Brotherhood follow Joe. Well, he's just going to go to his van. I think if he was having $50,000 deals going on, like, if I was Chains, I'd be sending some watch out on him. Yeah. Uh, Joe meets up with Lance. He explains that Chains pulled the switcheroo on him, and the deal went down without him elsewhere. Also says his brotherhood's going to kill the DA. Which they should have kind of already figured that, the FBI. But anyway. Yeah, that was kind of the whole. That's what I was kind of. Killing judges and DAs, wasn't that like why he's there to begin with, really? It wasn't, had nothing to do with drugs. They're willing to shoot a preacher. Like, they're going to kill the DA, too. FBI is terrible in this movie. Uh, Joe says that he has to uh, stop the truck because the P2Ps is all going to be out in the streets now. Uh, Lance says that uh, they're probably on to you now. He says if they were, I'd already be dead. Uh, it's time to turn it on now. Uh, we cut to the big rig rolling. Joe pulls up alongside of it. He starts shooting the uh, connection wires there to the trailer. Gets undone, smashes into a gas station and blows up. Is that all that holds the back of a big rig on there? Just a couple cables? Not at all. (laughs) I didn't think so, but based on this movie. This might be one of the most impossible things we've seen on the show. Yeah. Uh, Joe Huff, baby. 
Uh, we cut to the military base. This is where um, the Brotherhood member from the Gulf Coast chapter, he's paying one of the uh, guardsmen to use the helicopter. Uh, we cut back to a Joe. He's at the clubhouse. He sees the helicopter. He asks what's going on. Uh, he goes and sees Chains. Uh, Chain says, we're having a going away party. He said, oh yeah, who's leaving? You are. Uh, betrayal's a bitch. Uh, and all the dudes pull guns on Joe. And lo and behold, gentlemen, in walks to Bolivian from Pensacola with the spider tattoo. Caught up to him. Chains loads his gun. Uh, he turns around, shoots the Bolivian, says God forgives. The Brotherhood doesn't. Uh, Chain also uses uh, Joe, Joe Huff's real name here. Says he's going to break his heart and uh, shoots Nancy in the head. And that's it for Nancy, guys. We don't Dope. see her again. I love it. So Joe has no responsibilities there. Check. Dodge uh, that Joe bullet. Goes, Joe goes crazy a little bit. <laughs> Is he really that mad? Uh, Chains points the gun oh, at him. I, I tried to knock the gun away. I, oh, no. Uh, Why would you do that? She'll never go with me when we get out of here. Oh. Uh, Chains points the gun at uh, Joe. You want to fuck with the living? You've got to learn to fuck with the dead. Uh, he pulls the trigger and nothing happens. Uh, he says the whip dies tomorrow. We cut to uh, the state capitol here. We got shots of the FBI rolling in. We got the Brotherhood. They're getting ready. We're cutting back and forth. We got a radio announcement going on that says the hearing is going on for the uh, the Brotherhood member who shot the preacher. We cut to Joe. Uh, he's looking upon a uh, TNT dynamite stick bomb with Cl- a... Classic as fuck, man. <laughs> straight out of... Acme. Yeah. With the timer on it and everything. With the curly wires. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They got it hooked up to one of those big push down <laughs> oh, switches. Oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> a plunger. <laughs> did, you, did you finish uh, Blazing Saddles the other day? No. I kind of watched the first, I don't know, 45 minutes of it. Yeah. It just sort of peters off. It's real weird. Like it just loses. I don't know how to describe it, but goddamn, the first 20, 25 minutes of that movie. Mm-hmm. All right, we got our guy here. He's saying you're going to be famous, Stone. We're going to blow your ass all over the sky. But the way the way that he says this, he's like, we're going to blow your ass. And then there's kind of a pause, and he's like, all over the sky. And I was like, oh, okay. All Where's over our all over our faces, brother. <laughs> You're going to drop your load all over the Capitol, dude. (laughs) This guy explains that Stone is a diversion for D-Day for the Brotherhood to uh, to kill the the, to get the guy that killed the preacher out of the uh, the hearing there. They're going to break him out of there. We cut to the Capitol. We got National Guard and police everywhere. We cut to chains. He's all shaved up. He's got his hair cut. He's dressed as a priest. The most realistic scanned. Mississippi guy is this state trooper telling everybody to form two lines. Yeah, get over there. Yeah. Everybody, 
let's form two lines. He's got like a bullhorn <laughs> shit. I was like, that's the only guy who sounds like he's from Mississippi. Uh, they start scanning people. Uh, he goes off. He gets through because he says it's his rosary. <clears throat> we cut to the courtroom. Chan yeah, finds a heavy seat. metal rosary that I have. I thought they were made out of wood and shit, but whatever. Uh, Chains gets in. He finds a seat. Uh, the trial's about to get underway. We cut to the helicopter approaching the Capitol. Does he look more terrifying as a priest to you guys than yes. as the biker leader? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um... Yeah, the guys on the helicopter, they say first the courthouse, then the White House. So I guess his plan is to basically take over America here. Uh, yeah, this, this is fitting on, of our times. This is on uh, January 5th, so. <laughs> uh, we cut what chains. undercover cop are they going to drop in front of the White House with a bomb? <laughs> Through a plate For that glass diversion. window yeah. <laughs> that doesn't die. Uh, he pulls out a gun from under the chair. I don't know how they knew he was going to sit in that one, and I don't know how they got through to that, but okay. I really need to sit here, okay? Please. <laughs> you're in You're in my seat. Uh, we cut to the helicopter. They're arming the bomb. Uh, Joe's trying to get out. You can see he's tied up to some uh, to some hoses and wires and shit up top on the helicopter. We cut back to the courtroom. The trial's still going on. Chains has the gun in his lap now because he reaches under the seat and gets it. Uh, we cut to a nervous truck driver looking at the guards. We cut back to the helicopter. We got uh, 42 seconds on the uh, old timer there for the bomb to go off. Uh, Joe's still trying to break free. Finally does break free. He punches one of the dudes in the face. The fight continues on. Joe rips his other hand, which does like an oil line, I guess, and sprays it in the face of the pilot and the guy sitting up there. Uh, and they fight over the bomb. We cut to the, the truck driver here. He's getting stopped by the guards. We cut back to the helicopter with 11 seconds left on the bomb. Joe finally gets a hold of the bomb, puts it into the... Uh, one of the dude's pockets. We cut back to the trial still going on. We cut to Joe finally kicking the dude out of the helicopter. Dude explodes, but not the helicopter. Um, cut back uh, to Chains. He's finally starting to shoot up the courtroom now, which he lays waste to pretty much everybody in there. Uh, we cut back to Joe. He gets a hold of the pilot. We cut to the uh, the Brotherhood truck driver here. He's starting to ram his way towards the Capitol. The guardsmen uh, are starting to shoot at him. We cut back to Chains. He's uh, taking everybody out in the courtroom. Cut back to the helicopter. And then the uh, we cut to, again, to the Brotherhood truck driver backing up into the Capitol. Cut back to Chains. He stops the DA from escaping. We get the Brotherhood truck driver. He's finally out of the, or he backs open, backs up the truck and opens it up and out flies some motorcycles with some dudes on it into the Capitol. Uh, we cut back to the truck driver getting out of the truck. We cut to chains. Uh, he recites his father's last words to the DA. 
Don't, son. That gun's loaded. Uh, blows a DA away with the gun. We cut to the truck driver jumping through the window. We cut to motorcycles driving through the Capitol. We cut to the truck driver getting shot by the National Guards as soon as he gets up. Uh, change shoots through uh, the handcuffs of the guy that shot the preacher. I think if, uh, <laughs> if anyone ever asks you if you have any last words, you should just <laughs> go through the last page of your notes here. <laughs> you guys didn't need this much detail? Thorough. We got three storylines going on right now. We got a truck driver to get the motorcycles in to the Capitol that we didn't really fucking need. But you would have saved yourself so much more time if you just talked about what happened in the helicopter. And then you said, and then while he's doing this, and then you talked about what the truck driver was doing. That's my point. Right. Because I was like, I have... 13 minutes left of this movie and it filled up three fucking pages. I was like, God damn it. You're working too It was hard, a personal dude. decision, buddy. <laughs> it was so impossible to jump in because I'm like, uh, 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 like, all right, I, I got to wait six more cuts before <laughs> I make my helicopter comment. So by the way, the helicopter stuff looks awesome. I thought I thought it looked really good. There was one shot that I couldn't believe was real. It's like kind of dead on, and the helicopter's coming down towards the roadblock, and then sort of dips back up. Yeah, pull up. It's like this this helicopter sequence is better than the one at the beginning of Spectre. Ooh, they should have brought in a pro like Landis to shoot this. Ooh. <laughs> All right, guys. Nobody's Bear gotten with a me. helicopter shot closer. <laughs> he is the Gillette of helicopter shots. All right. We cut back to more uh, motorcycles riding through the Capitol. <clears throat> uh, we cut back to Joe telling the pilot to take it down. Uh, we cut back to the motorcycles finally getting to the courtroom where all the action's going down with chains. Uh, the helicopter is flying down. He he comes in closer to the road, and the cops start firing at him. Uh, Lance and them are freaking out because they know Joe's on there. So he tells them to pull it up. We got one of the, uh, the bikers. He shoots the windows out of the Capitol. This is... Um, Mudfish and starts yelling all kinds of crazy fucking shit to the crowd. We got hostages and we got all the exits. One false move and Mississippi burns. Uh, Chains informs all the uh, that the uh, the whip has been cracked, meaning he's killed the DA. Uh, we jump. He jumps back on onto one of the motorcycles and takes off to escape. Uh, Joe's still in the helicopter. Uh, Chains radios the pilot to meet him that they're on their way. Uh, Joe intercepts this and informs him that uh, angels don't die. That's what Joe says to him. Yeah. (laughs) Not sure where that came in, but uh, Chains tells everybody that they're on their own pretty much like, fuck you guys. 
Uh, we got Joe. He's finally low enough to the building where he can jump out of the helicopter. Goes through the glass. Which is still 45 feet. <laughs> yeah. He uh, should have immediately- <laughs> jumped out when they were flying super close to the road. Mm-hmm. He immediately gets up and starts kicking the shit out of this guy that has some hostages. Um, motorcyclists start getting taken out by the cops. We cut back to the guy in the helicopter. Still trying to find chains. Um, we got members of the Brotherhood getting shot by more cops. Uh, we got Joe. He's found uh, some weapons here. So he starts blasting. Uh, blows up one of the motorcycles. Uh, we cut to Mudfish here where he's holding hostages in a courtroom. Uh no, no, one of the other guys, because it's the National Guard guys that shoot him. <laughs> then we cut to uh, Mudfish with, with the window and has the hostages. It really is just a lot of standard biker-looking guys dudes. and just random dudes. Yeah, it's just utter chaos until what's he gets on the back of that bike. Yeah, so then he, yeah, this is where the cop comes in and uh, Mudfish shoots the cop. And then this is where Gut sees Joe. And he looks at Joe, and Mudfish sees that he uh, looked at him. He shoots Mudfish, and then Joe comes in and shoots uh, Mudfish. Well, yeah, he's twice. like, he's like, well, now that Nancy's dead, maybe, maybe Joe will take me with him. <laughs> but. I could wear a wig, uh, Joe. Mm-hmm. Stone. I'll leave. I swear, is. I'll leave the harmonica. <laughs> it looked like no, her, uh, the no look harmonica. Up. The look on his face was just like, everything's going to be okay now that Joe's here. Mudfish said no. Uh, we got Chains. He's still riding through the Capitol. Takes out some cops. Helicopter's still trying to find him. Chains tells him to hurry up. Uh, Chains turns the corner, and there stands Joe. Uh, Chains says, take the fucker out. He gets off the bike. Joe cocks his gun. Motorcycle speeds through. Joe shoots the dude off the bike. The bike goes through the window, and the bike hits the helicopter, and that crashes to the streets. Uh, Joe rushes after Chains. Uh, he goes back. He can't find him. He goes back to the courtroom and sees all the dead people. This is where uh, Chains pops out and takes Joe by the neck. Joe hits Chains, gun out of his hand, grabs him, throws him down the stairs. Uh goes after him we got the nice laugh from chains here grabs him up punches him a few times throws him down the stairs picks up his gun says imagine the future chains because you're not in it pulls the trigger no shot goes off dudes chain kind of passes out he throws him down the stairs you ain't in got comes no all the future FBI's. chains because you ain't in it uh, the FBI comes in, Cunningham gets Chains, uh, he takes Joe's gun from him. Chains fights off some officers and manages to get their guns. Uh, shot is fired, hits Chains in the chest, and lo and behold, gentlemen, Lance is the one that shoots him dead right between the two dudes. Hey, I had to pull a, a triple shift yesterday just to be here, so... Fucking tips suck, dude. You better appreciate this. Lance says, hey, partner, it was time to turn it on. Cue the rock music, dudes. Joe walks out of the Capitol. Reporters are trying to get at him. 
end credits are going. Uh, listeners, Stone Cold from 1991, directed by uh, Mr. Craig R. Bixley. With the boz. Applause? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, what? if you're still listening, clap now mm-hmm. in your cubicle or wherever you are. It's very and nice. And stand up. Mm-hmm. Take a bow. You've made it this far. <laughs> you made it through a while. You should stand up and walk around. Get the blood flowing a little bit. Uh, gentlemen, that was Stone Cold from 1991. Do we have some final thoughts, or do we want to hear some research? Was this uh, did this have theatrical play? Are we talking? I think so. Direct to VHS. I think it was released. Not very much on that front of information, though. It felt <clears throat> like a movie that should have just played on TBS, mm-hmm. like. Every three hours. It would have been highly edited. Yeah. I think most of them were. Yeah, then you could play it more. Mm Mm-hmm. Get this bad boy down to an hour. Mm Mm-hmm. 45 minutes of commercials. Mm Mm-hmm. TBS does that weird-ass thing where they start it, you know, five minutes after. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it was released May 17th of 1991. Estimated budget was 17 mil. The box office was 9 million, a little over. Filmed in Conway, Arkansas, original director Bruce Malmuth, uh, going through some personal shit. He was fired within a month. That's when they brought in Bixley. Uh, there is about, there was a backstory for Joe, but I guess they cut all that out. Had his family, his wife and daughter, all that shit. Uh, Forsyth, or Forsyth filmed this and uh, Out for Justice at the same time. Um, and like I said, we covered uh, Bosworth there, his football career in college and the NFL, which had some high controversy as well that's where he got started so that's pretty much it for research and that's it gentlemen I feel like they should have just on the front of this movie they should have just put based on a true story you think that would have went went over well hell yeah dude ripped from the headlines <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we delay. I think we get into our patented game here. America's favorite game. Rate my box. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to try to guess your letterbox ratings, but I'm going to let you guys go first. Uh, I will say that the letterboxed user review for Stone Cold at the time of this review is a 3.2. I'm going to go Bones, a three. 
I'm going to go Dan a three as well. I'm going to give Dan a three. Cron, I'm going to give you a 2.5. Um, I'm going to go Bones a three. I'm going to go Cron a 2.5 as well. Yeah. That makes sense. Cron, why don't you undo three of those buttons and expose yourself? <laughs> It'll take a little longer, but it's well worth it. Uh, yeah, I'd be uh, 2.5 on this movie. Um, I think that seems fair. There's, <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot to like. There's a lot of crazy kind of 90s action. Um, helicopter stuff looks really good. It's got a bizarre storyline. Um, it just kind of like, I don't know, the middle section of this just kind of, it, it feels like it's killing time between the beginning and the end. So um, just kind of doesn't do a whole lot. Um, but I don't know. You get fun action. Like I said, this feels like a movie that would have been on TBS all the time. Um, and if you caught it on a, you know, a lazy Sunday afternoon, it'd be good for that. Mm -hmm. So 2.5. Bones is a three, pretty much echoing exactly what you said. There's nothing new with this movie. Uh, it's a lot of stuff that you saw in the 80s, for sure. A lot of stuff we grew up on. Uh, cop stopping guys in a grocery store in the beginning. He's a badass cop, works alone. Blah, blah. I, I mean, you can keep going throughout the movie. Every minute there's some trite fucking like stereotypical shit that happens. I think the thing that bumps it up a 0.5 for me is uh, the fun that Lance Hendrickson and William Forsythe are having. They know exactly what sort of movie they're in. Um, they know exactly how to keep Brian Bosworth in his lane. Very limited dialogue. Just show him moving. Get him sunglasses that somehow fit because he couldn't. The the Cro-Magnon Neanderthal forehead in some shots. I was like, there's no way this guy could wear regular aviator sunglasses. He's got to have those little square. I became fascinated on that. Anyway, they make all the right choices on this. They make the right choice to keep it like 90 minutes. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a three, baby. Like it's 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 right over the plate. The funny thing is, is that the Boz was wearing all that shit in college, like mullet, everything before all of this. Uh, gentlemen. Yeah, I've watched this movie, came across it on YouTube, was like, this checks, marks all the stuff. Um, and the action at the end was, I was like, Oh shit, this, this has some decent, it's, it's pretty decent. Uh, I agree with Kron there in the middle. They are reaching. Um, 
But yeah, I also agree with Bones. This is a three for me. Just, it's not bad. I mean, I'd watch it again if, if I came across it, you know. <clears throat> so yeah, three for me. All right. Cron, you got the av- How, average plugged in? Or oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, is this was this macho? Did this meet the macho mania criterion? Oh yeah. There's no, I mean this is this is all masculinity. I think he he's definitely flash for sure. But it's it's a buff dude uh who lives by his own rules. He's got an exotic ass animal. Uh women just throw themselves at him. He can drive and beat anybody's ass. Um yeah. Right on. Yeah, definitely met the criteria. Uh, <clears throat> the average score from us for Stone Cold would be a 2.83. Right now, this would be at number 27 on the big list. It would be right below Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight at number 26. And actually... This is tied with a movie that might be the complete opposite of this movie. Uh, So we have a tie right now for position 27 between Stone Cold and the Green Knight. That's weird. That's quite a conundrum. (laughs) I think I'm going Stone Cold. What if I'm just thinking about rewatchability? Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'll I'll echo that. Yeah, go Stone Cold because I was going to say yeah. I haven't had time to watch The Green Knight again. All right. Well, this one will end up then at number twenty-seven between Demon Knight and The Green Knight. Breaking up the knights. Uh, Kron, all three of us finished with two points with our Rate My Letterbox game. We all earned a perfect score. Incredible. Uh, scores for Rate My Letterbox right now, I would be at 6.5, Bones at a 7, Dan at a 6. It's anybody's game. Well, Dan, why don't you take us out of here? All right, folks. That was Stone Cold from 1991, directed by Craig R. Bexley. Um, Landing at number 27 on our big board. That is available on Letterboxd if you want to see what movies we've covered. Um, Go check that out. And... uh, like I said, this category is called Macho Mania. So uh, we're going to end it here with Stone Cold, and I'm going to pass it on to Cron Howard, who is going to reveal the next film for this category in the After Shower Show. So please rate us on Letterboxd, or follow us on Letterboxd, rate us on uh, Spotify or Apple if you can, please. It helps the show out. Um, and other than that, 
as always, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. five-day rental podcast hope you enjoyed your nighttime shower and i took a freezing shower just to keep with the the theme okay well not i know it's not the stone cold theme just a macho theme macho guy doesn't take a nice warm shower he takes a cold shower to wake himself up from his hangover like a ice bath yeah Super okay. cold shower, uh, medium grade sandpaper to uh, scrub off to wipe the, yeah. the macho and to wipe sh- your ass and to shrink my giant Johnson a little bit so I can put my underwear on. <laughs> Whoa, macho dudes don't wear underwear. If only for a little bit. What are you talking about? Huff answered the door in underwear. We just saw it. He kind of had to, or this would be in a, you know. So you're saying I'm the most macho of us three? I will say that he did steroids, so his wanky was probably, uh, you know. Well, I think I think it shrinks your balls, but your Johnson might actually get bigger. Yeah, it looks like I'm doing steroids. Then all your proportions (laughs) are going to be fucked up, though. Yeah, it's going to look like I got summer dick. It's like even in the winter. Yeah, it's like when you skip. 35 consecutive leg days and you're just all upper body <laughs> no dude macho dudes don't skip leg days i've seen a shitload of guys at the gym that skip leg days <laughs> Ex- exclusively yep. bench all right guys sorry <laughs> it's time for our next uh macho movie here fuck yeah so whenever dan gave out this category I had a very Similar category. And I thought, I think this movie will work just perfectly. Uh, This is a movie I've had on Blu-ray for a while, just waiting. I almost brought this to our last Cinema Jihad. And I think now's the time for all of us to watch a film called Action USA. This is from... 1989. It's directed by John Stewart. That's right, the Daily Show guy. Um, yeah, watched like 30 minutes of this just just to make sure it would work, and it absolutely works. So there you go. Uh, I got the Blu-ray. You guys will have to pony up four dollars a piece, I think. But it does look like it's available on uh, Apple, Amazon, wherever you get your movies. Yep. Uh, This was on my list, 
but I uh, had anticipated you. I don't know if you saw. I wrote it down knowing that you would drop it. Uh, I even mentioned it earlier in the show. The guy who plays AWOL in Stone Cold is one of the cops in Action USA. Yep. So, a movie I'm aware of, but uh, it was always a... I'll, I'll get to it someday, or like they'll they'll be a good category for it, if you will. So cool! I'm glad to finally check it out. I had one other movie that I was kind of between this one and a different one, but I think I got a category where the other one would fit. So, and it's action, but it's kind of. Is, I think is different than macho. So yeah. Dan, have you it seen? Also involves Action USA. Yeah. No, I have not. But like I said, it's it's always floated around out there that. All right. Eventually, I'll land on it. Eventually. So. Well, you guys will be landing on it a week from tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Cron. Thanks, yeah, Dan. Um, until then, what's a line from this movie? Feed your lizard eggshells. No, son, that gun's loaded. Wait on you, Dan. Um, Cut to... Rather be first in hell than second in heaven. There you go. You should have run through all the action beats in the last 20 minutes again. I want the same coverage from Action USA, dude. No. Action USA is going to be a 70-minute long episode. So anyway, there's a car chase. Explosion. Take a breath for Bones to go on a tangent. So anyway, the car blows up. Another 10-minute tangent. It's a cop. He gets shot here. Mm-hmm. No, my bread's buttered, baby. All right, next week. <laughs>